Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Thursday. That's Thursday, September 27th, the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, of course, we can do that. Let's talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine, and we'll find other things to converse about. We always do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. Uh, Send us a text on anything at any time at realmobile77031. I promise we'll look at it. We'll read it. We'll decide whether we... Want to use it on the air? That's Real Mobile 77031 on the phones. Long distance toll free 1-888-978-1041. For those of you in the Metro 407-916-1041. Most here, she has news in a few minutes. Yes, sir. And we'll get caught up to speed on that. Jack is with us. Pinkman is here as well. Later in the program, uh, a couple of minutes after 4 o'clock. Uh, about an hour from now, bonus round of closest to the pin, your opportunity to win good fortune for the rest of your life or suffer bad luck for 24 hours. Talk sports with Pat Clark today. See what's going on there. Closest to the pin, the regular round. Spend a couple of minutes with Jim Colbert uh, this afternoon to see what he has planned for tomorrow between 3 and 7. Then so you want to win. We'll get that underway about 6. No Eddie the Shaman today, so... I think uh, maybe Mr. Pinkman and Mr. Bradshaw will be your Boo. lifelines Boo. for So You Want to Win a He sucks. At about what? six. Talking about me. Oh, yeah. Anyway, we will keep you up to speed with the Brett Kavanaugh, uh, Christine uh, Blasey Ford um, hearing as best we can during the afternoon. I'm not going to, you know, we didn't uh, do much uh, with her on the air today. I mean, I watched the hearings at home, listened to them as well, and uh, but I figured I figured him out. I finally figured him out. Oh, really? What'd oh, you yeah. figure? He's a bad drunk. Bad drunk. What he's makes a bad a drunk. He's one versus... of those drunks that can't remember anything. Oh, he's one. Of, he's a mean drunk, is what he is. He's a mean, bad drunk. That's what I think. I think he's one of those guys we probably all of us at one time or another have known somebody like this, right? Real Jekyll and Hyde, uh, Jekyll and Hyde type. You know, they get a couple of belts in him, and boom, all of a sudden, it's a it's a different character that comes out. And uh, here's what I would do if I were, whether I was the, uh, if I was on the Judiciary Committee, mm-hmm. you know, instead of the special prosecutor, what I would do is uh, have Judge Kavanaugh come in and, and take a seat at the witness table, then to bring up Kagan <laughs> and some of those solo cups. Red Solo Cup, yeah. And uh, as he's giving testimony and answering questions, I'd just keep refilling his cup, 
And I guarantee after a cup or two, you're going to see a major change in this guy. And all these Republican senators will go, that's it. We're not confirming this guy. We're not confirming this guy. I'm just saying. He can even play some, uh, you know, some beer pong if he wants to. <laughs> Am I right? Or flip cup. Sure. Have you ever known somebody? We all know some. I have. My father was that way. My father was that, was an alcoholic. And my father, when he wasn't drinking, you know, I've told this this many, many, many times. Mm-hmm. And when he wasn't drinking, he was, he was urbane. He was sophisticated. Pleasant, yeah. Very pleasant. Uh, you know, one of those. Uh, you know, just a... Just a you know, a pleasant individual to be around, but man, as soon as he, as soon as he started drinking, he turned into a bad drunk, a mean drunk. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't, maybe I'm going overboard when I'm saying everybody's known one of these, uh, but I think a lot of people know what I'm talking about. Uh, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these mean drunks are the ones who engage in domestic violence. They get some, uh, they get some booze in them, yeah. and before you know it, that monster comes out, and they start slapping and punching and kicking people around, mm-hmm. whether it's their wife or their kids. Um, and I, I wouldn't be surprised. I just wouldn't be surprised if somewhere along the line, uh, that's, his, uh, that's, his, that's his deal. You know, the point where he drinks so much, he's mean, he's nasty, can't remember anything in his own mind. You know, maybe to the point where, uh, you know, he, he drank so much he can't remember anything. We know people like that as well. They drink to excess and say, dude, last night you were just, you're good. and they go, what are you talking about? I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. By the way, how did I get home? So I'm just saying, I wouldn't be surprised. His problem, his problem is, his problem is alcohol. I just think he's that type of individual. You know. Get a bottle of Stoli out there on the table. You know, just take the cap off. He doesn't have to drink it. As soon as he gets a whiff, boom, he's out of there. He says it's a last-minute political smear. Yeah, Senator, who did he think you are? He is back before the— I'm Judge Kavanaugh. He's back before the Senate Judiciary Committee, Jim, and he says it's a last-minute smear, pure and simple. Well, I found her uh, testimony compelling this morning. I just can't—I mean— I just, I just did. I mean, I, you know, who knows? But I, I found her compelling. I, I see no real why, why, why would any woman, Not why would any victim be they male or female, uh, step, you know, step forward without a, without a high level of, uh, uh and a great amount of courage mm-hmm. uh, to do so. When it was somebody thinks it's some kind of conspiracy cooked up by the Democrats, mm-hmm. come on now. Anyway, we got that. The kangaroo was caught in South Florida. Oh, we will talk to uh, Boomerang Bob later in the program. There go my news stories. Thank well, you. We get more information right, about I got more that. Information, but, uh, yeah. We'll make contact. We tried to make contact with Boomerang Bob earlier today. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would not uh, pick up his cell phone. He's probably out in the bush, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere out yeah. of one of the, as they call them, not ranches in Australia. They refer to them as stations. So it might be out there somewhere out in the uh, outback. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see if we can make contact because uh, they finally got, uh, they finally got, what was his name? Sport? What was his name? No, um, Storm. Storm, that's it. Storm, the four-pound marsupial. Uh, They caught him. He He was was a pretty active little booger for the last uh, couple days. He was bouncing around uh, down in South Florida. Bing, bong, bing, bong, boing, 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 boing. Yeah, 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 correct. And anyway, they got him. Palm Beach County. They were on the lookout, Jim. See what Boomerang Bob has to say about that. Mm. See what else we have. Um... Something else. Oh, they got a. They found the remains of a giant dinosaur. I think the biggest dinosaur they've ever had have fossils for is called a brontosaurus. Is that right? 
Okay. Now they think they've they found one even bigger than that that existed 200 million years ago. About twice the size of a regular uh, average size African elephant. Twice cool. the size. Kind of bone that would flip over Fred Flintstone's car. Yes, definitely. <laughs> exactly. And uh, in Texas, I don't know why these cases continue to come up, but they uh, do. In uh, Texas, um, a kid was kicked out of school for refusing to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. And the Texas Attorney General is uh, joining, uh, I guess, the defense of this uh, kid who says uh, it was a silent, it was a silent protest. The kid wasn't making any noise. I think what happened is the kid was sent to the principal's office or something uh, about, and th- they said everybody stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. I don't maybe it's there that he did, and the and the principal principal said get out of here. This case was settled by the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court back in 1943. I've talked about this probably at least once every year because at least once every year something comes up and some kid gets in trouble for not standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. There, It is unconstitutional for the state or representative of the state to force a citizen to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. It's unconstitutional. You can't allow the state to demand that you take a particular oath or stand for a pledge. Right. It's a violation of one's First Amendment rights of free expression. And uh, I'll make you a bet right now, if anybody wants to take it, that this kid will be reinstated, or at least the offer will be made to reinstate this kid back into this Texas high school mm-hmm. under uh, under threat of a major lawsuit. Look it up. I think it's the Barnett case from 1943. revolves around a Jehovah's Witness who said, because of my particular relig- religious beliefs, I give, I stand, I give, I don't pledge any allegiance to any government, and the court ruled in that person's favor, and that's been standing as as a as a rule of law, as said by the Supreme Court since 1943. Your children are under no compulsion to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. You aren't either. If you want to, that's fine. If you want to sit there and now, if you misbehave and make a ruckus, then you're making a ruckus. But and you can be disciplined for making a ruckus, but you can't be disciplined because you you refuse to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. You got to come to that kind of understanding because that is the law. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. He's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. There's more to run. There's more to run. There's more to run. From around the globe to around the block, there's something. Boomerang Bob's uh, cell phone number is now busy. We'll try to get a hold of him. Let's get the news. Here's Mo. Jim, it is quite a media circus on Capitol Hill today. Today, um, a woman this morning uh, in her 50s said that Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh uh, assaulted her, sexually assaulted her when they were teenagers. Her name, Christine Blasey Ford, and she was pressed on the details of her serious allegation against the Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh. At this hour, Brett Kavanaugh has his chance behind the microphone. He made his opening statement, and from the looks of it, he was scowling and was 
uh, angry, visibly angry, as he started off his testimony. Of President is. Trump, of he's, course, he's thinking that his reputation has been impugned. Yeah, yeah. no matter which way this goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both right. of them, unfortunately, so, their reputations have been ruined. The president, the Trumpster, watched her testimony from Air Force One. Yeah. Uh, there was a break for, you know, her to get a, a soda. There was a break for lunch. There were other, you know, breaks. And when they asked the senators, uh, who were all very stone-faced as they left and took a break for lunch or took a break to, you know, have a potty break or what have Those you. Those Republican senators, they're the real profile and courage, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So they Can't even ask their own questions. They were, oh yeah. And that's the other thing that we saw for the first yeah. time ever and that was the Republicans didn't want to look like they were mean old white guys, so they hired a woman, uh, a prosecutor uh, familiar with sex crimes, to quiz Dr. Ford. Well, I don't know if that really worked out as they planned, because the the senators were visibly, they had a spielkes, they had ants in their pants, because they could not get to the microphone. They committed to this investigator, mm-hmm. this prosecutor, and they were not allowed to say anything. Uh, so that looked a little uncomfortable. And when the Democrats got up, they totally screwed it up also. They got on a soapbox and they just proceeded to give all manner of claptrap. I don't know if it will th- be in Jack's audio file. I thought mm. the uh, the most mm. dramatic moment was when it, when Senator Leahy asked uh, uh, Professor Ford yes. about the thing that stood out the most about this particular assault. I think Jack will have it. And she said something to the effect the laughter. Yeah, the raucous laughter or something. Yeah, it was awful. No, it's the laughter. Yeah. They're la- they're laughing they each- with each other about, right. about her. boy, what a great time they were having. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, then after he makes his opening statement, they will proceed with questions from each of the senators, Republican and Democrat, each get five minutes, eight minutes, something like that. And then this thing will be dismissed for the day. I just think people who are assaulted like this never forget the person who did it, whether you were uh, in her particular case, or whether you were ass-raped by a priest in the Catholic Church, you remember these things. Mm. And you don't come forward because it's so damn traumatic. It's shameful. I, thought, I found her compelling. I, now, I don't know how this is going to turn out. I have no idea. No clue. What do you think, Pinkman? Want to make a bet? He was very angry. Uh, no. Nope. Oh. oh, boy. I think you already have to pay up, Jim. I'm sorry to say. Yes. There was, I, know. I mean, more dollars because there was a bet that a Democrat will accuse the GOP of being cowards by hiring a female attorney. You said yes to that. Uh, that oh, didn't... they did. Oh, yeah. They pointed that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They pointed that out during uh, during the questioning well, but today. But the word cowards. No, it never came out. Well, sorry. That's a, that, I'll give uh, it a push. I'm not paying off Pinkman, on that. You're going to give up uh, on that what dollar? What the heck, man? What? I said, what the heck, man? He thinks that's not right. Anyway, also, you have another dollar. <laughs> now, there's an intimation that they were, you know, come on. Abrogating their responsibility. Thank you very much. That's okay. a push. I'll give you the dollar and point of order. Habeas corpus. Point of order. Yeah, that didn't Carpe happen. Diem. Point of order within five minutes. You said yes. Pinky said no. Mm. And you also said that the thing would be delayed. Delayed. The delay of Kavanaugh hearing it wouldn't happen on Thursday, the 27th. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I said it was delayed. You said no, no, no delay. Pinky said yes, no, it, it was be delayed. No, it was delayed by, I counted what? it on my what? They were delayed by one minute and 18 seconds. Oh, I see. <laughs> I said it wouldn't be delayed. Oh, okay. Well, they were right on time. <laughs> okay. Well, which is it? I don't know. All I right. don't remember. Let's go to I some other news, it. shall we? Wasn't that traumatic for me? Mm-hmm. Same. The kangaroo who we reported had hopped free or over the last couple of days vanished for nearly three days down in... The Treasure Coast of Florida. Uh, he went. They say he, the kangaroo, went on the lamb uh, Monday. Anyway, it turns out they got him back. 
They got him home. Tackled him. Just past 1 a.m. this morning, a couple of guys spotted the kangaroo half a mile from the home where he you know, broke out of the animal sanctuary uh, in Jupiter. And they, as they got closer to the kangaroo, this thing is a four-foot marsupial, 45-pound thing. It's not exactly a gigantic Tyrannosaurus or anything. Anyway, they get up close to it. Boom. It's Never t- seen it- their feet. And I got claws, too. Uh, yeah, Don't really apart. I'll mess you up, no, bro. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Ass Sylvester. As they got close, <laughs> the kangaroo tried to take off again. They tackled him, ultimately grabbed him, threw him in the truck, drove him home, and celebrated. Uh, the guy who oh, owned... Like a 4X beer or something? I'm not sure exactly <laughs> what. Uh, no. What's the other? Foster's? Yeah. That's another Australian. Australian uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, they're trying to figure out how the kangaroo escaped, but it's too early to say whether any fines or charges will result from this case. What are they doing uh, with the kangaroo? What? Oh, well, they have, a, doing with the they have a place. They have a um, wildlife uh, sanctuary or something. Sanctuary. They got like four of them. Ah, what? Cosimoto. Hunchback mm. of Notre Dame. Very good. Points. Thank you. Uh-huh. Points. Points. Yep. Points. All Points. right, move along. Let's Points. go. Shall we? Points. Tropical Storm Kirk. Points is now nearing the Lesser Antilles, and its effects will begin to be felt later today. Forecasters at the National Hurricane Center say Tropical Storm Kirk is about 85 miles east-northeast of Barbados. Point. Moving west-northwest with top winds of 50 miles an hour. Where's it going? Uh, Check Jay's hurricane page. It is going into the eastern Caribbean, but it will only be a tropical storm, they're saying. You know, just saying. Yeah, wind shear. (laughs) Wind shear is going to take care of it. I don't know if you've ever been to this Italian restaurant on Sand Lake Road, but Christini's has been one of the best restaurants in Years town ago. forever. Yeah, right? it's one of those places where all the bigwigs go when they come into town, uh, or used to be at least. If you want to score points, definitely. You oh, you get, oh, wink, wink. Well, it turns out there was some wink, winking going on with the bartenders there, the female bartenders. Really? This, this one, yeah. This She says that her employer, Christini's Restaurant, She's suing now, and the federal government is filing a sexual harassment suit against Christini's after the former female bartender said she was told to, one, dress sexy, two, described herself as available or single to the patrons, and, quote, available to the customers. That's if what you know they what wanted I mean. uh, for me to do here and said, I can't, I'm married. You can't say that Let you're available. Let me take available. a little break. Mo's got more news, the yeah. birthdays, the food, all that good stuff. Bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio. 104.1. Let's get back to the news, the birthdays, the food. Don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. Here's Mo. I got some good food for today. Today, chocolate milk day, National Chocolate Milk Day. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. see? Now and I used to drink a pint of chocolate milk with a with a, uh, a Burger King Whopper oh every God, afternoon no. when I worked in the lumber yards oh. in Miami. And it's <laughs> also good yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's also corned beef hash day. Oh, pass. I had some last week. Yeah. Oh, it's so good with a fried egg. Fried egg? Yeah, malicious. Maybe mix it up all around with some grits. Oh, you have to. Totally oh, yeah, bro. Right. You make like a... Casserole. It, but it is super Good salty. Eh. Just saying. You don't like corned beef hash? I don't know. You never had it. You've never had oh corned beef God. hash? Mm. No. You're going to have like it for beef, dinner. Right? But you like corned beef? My wife gave it to the next person to take uh, <laughs> The full of rush man. It's not got good it. for you. It's really salty. Yeah. It's That's, very, very We try very and run a, a low sodium household. I but see. you got to get it crispy. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it looks like dog food. It does. <laughs> it does it look like, like dog food. Vomit. Okay, okay, that's today. Chocolate milk, corn, beef, hash. Tomorrow, we're not together, so I like to read what's Friday. Strawberry cream pie. Mm, mm. Or drink a beer day. Mm-hmm. Well, well, deal. Just saying. Left uh, out. Finally, sat, well, not finally, but Saturday and Sunday, I've got those two. 
Saturday is the 29th of September. It's coffee day or or mocha day. Can't drink enough coffee. No. So that would be the day you salute a cup of coffee, you know, have your cup of coffee and hold it up. Weren't you cutting down? Mm. I cut down on the caffeine. Oh. But you have decaf? That doesn't count, does it? It's coffee. Yeah. What difference does it make? It's still made with a coffee bean. Yeah, I don't it know. Funny. If, no, I have. Why do you drink coffee, I guess? Is it the taste? Is it the effect of the caffeine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little. I mean, I mix. I, it's it's like uh, one-third, two-thirds. One-third caf- caffeinated beans and then the rest decaf. Yeah, what's the point? If I'm drinking that much coffee, I can't have that much caffeine in me. Yeah. I drink a lot of coffee. Saturday's coffee day and mocha day also. What's a and mocha? Mocha. Like you know, mocha like what? A, like a malt? like chocolate Chocolatey coffee. coffee. Yeah, that's right. Like a malted milk ball? No. No, no. Mocha. It's oh, a mocha. flavoring. Um, it's a, a mocha milk ball. You could have mocha anything. You could have mocha ice cream. You could have coffee with mocha flavoring in it. You mocha have, frappuccino. That's a good time. It's like chocolate and coffee mixed together. Mocha. It's a, I would say. It's a, like a jazz hands drink. Jazz hands. Mocha. And finally, a day that sounds totally ya- terribly <laughs> yash for Sunday is Mulled Cider Day. Mm, mulled Cider. Blah, I don't know what that is, but it sounds nasty. Like hot spice oh, that's what cider. what you're supposed right to have, you know, uh, you know at uh, holiday Halloween time. or something. Christmas I mean, time, aren't you? Yeah. In the fall? Oh, you it's pour, more fall. But pour rum in it. Don't you drink that at the Yale-Harvard game? I don't know. You know I've you never do, been. Bro. Nope, don't know. Oh, yeah, bro. Call her up, bro. Mm. That's right, bro. Mm-hmm. We're going to stomp Harvard this year. Uh-huh. Yeah, fall, fall, fall. <laughs> Kegger tonight. I got it on the calendar. Seriously? You put it on your calendar? Nice. A man nope. is hurt after. Get, get the connection. Yeah. Yes. Chance Sorry. you might not remember the party in Yeah, well, years. that's a good point. A man is hurt, was hurt this morning after a deputy involved shooting here in Orange County. Okay. No it happened actually last night in Taft, Jim. Train after uh, blank, and train. blank and train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deputies say when they pulled over a pickup truck, the driver got out and pointed a gun at him. Not a good idea. That'll never work out well. Yeah, not cool, bro. Mm-mm. At least one bullet hit the man, and he was taken to the hospital for surgery. No word on his condition. Deputies haven't said if he fired at them. Are you going to shoot a cop? Or, yeah, 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 come, come on, on please. Don't even wave a gun I mean, around a shoot anybody, but I'm just telling you, that's a, right. that's a you know. Here's another guy who's... That's a, asking for a, a uh, death sentence. Here's another guy who is just a... I want to say loser, but I'm not... I don't know what to call him. The accused Parkland High School shooter. Loser. Loser, right? Loser. I think that's acceptable. Loser. Total loser. Points. He is was in court today. Um, the attorney for Nicholas Cruz and prosecutors have been discussing the release of his private school records mm. and how they ended up getting him in the first place. The lawyer said either the prosecutors or the Broward Sheriff's Office got the info in an inappropriate manner. He's trying to protect some of that and have some kind of anonymity. The... Uh, the shooter, Cruz, who celebrated his 20th birthday in jail this past Monday, charged with 17 counts of murder, 17 counts of attempted murder, stemming from the Valentine's Day shooting down at Stoneman Douglas. Anybody's told us that, dude, you're not getting out of here. Well, no. You're never going to see the light of that day. That is correct. And he's only You're going to be behind 20. bars for yeah. the rest of your life if... Right. Or death row. Mm-hmm. That's right. But you're never going to a convenience store or to get a Slurpee. You're not... It's, it ain't happening with you. You know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. They t- did a, a political poll a couple of weeks ago that indicated the race for Florida governor was too close to call. It was a dead heat. But now that same group did another political poll, yeah, Quinnipiac University. They did a second one. Now they say the latest one of likely voters shows that Democrat Andrew Gillum has opened up a nine point lead. 
54 to 45% over Probably Republican Ron DeSantis. Yeah, he's going to win. He is? Yellen's going to win. He is? He is? He is? He is? Moira's nervous, so she's looking for you to reassure her. I think Yellen's going to win. You already have a bet on that. You said a Democrat would be Florida's next governor with you. I I said that years ago, too. Not with me. I don't remember making that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Try here. I thought we bet on Senate before everyone yells at me again. Points. No. I, don't, I don't know which way that's going. I, yeah. I go back and forth on that. A Democrat I think you made be, both uh, bets. A points. Democrat will be elected as Florida governor. One dollar Jim V. Pinky in ah. November. Ha-ha. Oh, Sorry. man, I'm so getting points on this one. You are not getting points. You know, watching these uh, these hearings today. Oh, my God. And I'm watching CNN because before the hearing started, I watched that middleweight to prize fight from last weekend. Oh, yeah, the GGG in Casanova. And then I'm watching CNN, and I'm watching MSNBC, and it's the same thing. It's tail of the tape. I, or, you yeah, know, or yeah. I, I, was, I was thinking Lee Corso is going to show up any moment now and put something on his head. You know, it's just, they're all sitting around, these pundits. Yeah. It's like, the, it's like the leading up to a collegiate football game or an NFL, NFL game on Sunday. Yeah. And then there's halftime. There's a break in the, you yep. know, in the hearing, and they'll sit around and, you know, who scored, who didn't score, what the tactic is, yep. what does he need to do to come back. I'm going, there's something, I don't know, there's something just a little bit weird about this. Thank you. Thank you. Good fight, though. For those of you that want to keep oh, updated yeah, on the Kavanaugh statement, he is now going through his calendars from the, conflicted. from the summer of 1982. And telling all the fun things he did, and went to the beach, and he played golf, and he put he. But I don't know that he would have put this party on there, but he says because he didn't put it on his calendar, it didn't happen. <laughs> uh, take the brain out of the mix. Uh, do you think? Uh, I think the pound for pound. Yeah. Okay. Uh, boxing prize fighters are the best conditioned athletes. In. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, I got to think about this. Yeah, I think pound for pound. Here we go. Yeah, boxers are the best conditioned athletes uh, around. And, and <sighs> what is conditioned? Because soccer, I, I believe if you were going to yeah against a soccer player for just pure running, and you know, the amount of running, I don't think a, a, a boxer can run what a soccer player runs. Mm-hmm. But then again, if well, it's, sure they can. If it's punching, I do road work all the time. Oh, you don't know. I do. Stop I'm the it. little piston. I'm I the, know, champ, the featherweight champion at Barracks B. And part of that, your training, yeah. Jim, was to run. That was so long ago. That's yeah, before they had up, running. Yeah, you got to build up your yeah. wind. Your you got to build yeah. your stamina. Right. You can't get in a ring for three uh, for three minutes. You know, somebody punching on you. You punching back, and you get what a one minute break. Then you got to go out for another. Try holding your hands up for uh, for thirty five minutes. And say and just punch and see how, how how you do, you you can't do it any more than you could pick up a shovel and dig a hole for an hour. Yeah, and without going, through. Jesus Christ, am I tired? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got stories here about red algae, red tide algae, and also blue green algae. Don't care. There's now a new kind of algae, algae. Uh, attacking Florida shores. First, the red algae. The red tide crisis. Like a Tortoni now? Uh, no, uh-uh. It's Bomoni? It's not, no, it's not like Neapolitan. Neapolitan. <laughs> no, points. points. Ha! Oh, After boy. spending three hours talking about the damage done by red tide in the Gulf and how to respond to it, the Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission admits that prevention is not an option. The director said red tide is a natural occurring phenomenon that's been occurring for centuries, so the focus is not on prevention, it's on research and recovery. Uh, meanwhile... Communities on the Gulf are dealing with all that. There's good news regarding an algae of a different color. 
That is blue-green algae outbreaks that have caused problems in South Florida. And the good news is that that is receding and going out to sea. Environmentally speaking, this state is a basket case now. Oof, yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever taken an Uber? Uh, a couple of times. Or yeah. Lyft? Yes, or any never of those Lyft. Things? I've taken oh, Uber. Uber. Not it's here. the same as Lyft. Not in Orlando. Okay. Somewhere else. Uh, when you're on vacation, it's easy. You don't have to worry about renting a car. Just yeah, I mean... I- Hop in a lift, Jim. Hop in an Uber. Whatever it is. I'll be doing it next week. What? In a foreign country. Oh. oh that's dangerous. Bone up on your own français. Oui, oui. Wah, wah. <laughs> that's when I got to go to the bathroom. Hola, uh, oh, El we... Cabo, please. <laughs> uh, Florida stands to receive more than $8 million as part of a nationwide settlement with Uber over a data breach. The Attorney General, Pam Bondi, has... Pam. Pam. Yeah is accusing Uber of failing to comply with the state's Information Protection Act. According to a statement, Uber learned in November of 2016 that hackers got access somehow to personal information uh, about its drivers, but waited one year to report it. Where would it be in Montreal? Where are you going? What? Yes. Going anywhere. Oh. When are you going? Next week. All next week? Uh, No, Wednesday um, or Thursday I'm leaving. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. A week from today I'm leaving. Excellent. I mean... You'll be gone for a week? Mm, Almost. I'll come back on the following Uh, Wednesday. Fritz taking Tuesday off? (laughs) I don't know. He's going to Canada. Better not be taking that Tuesday off. I I don't know what Fritz is Seriously. I I bought him a slice of pizza yesterday. You can't take that Tuesday off. He ordered the pizza, though. I paid for it. I know you did. He discovered it. Florida's getting more than $50 million. (laughs) He didn't discover it. That was, that was Vasco da Gama or something. I plant the iHeartMedia flag on the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The state yeah. of Florida is getting more than $50 million in federal money to combat the opioid epidemic. The grant comes from the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. Governor Baldy has directed the Florida Department of Children and Families to begin utilizing this money to increase access to medication-assisted treatment, to reduce opioid-related deaths, and to equip professionals with the necessary tools to fight opioid use and addiction. Hmm. That's $50 million, I said. $50 million to, buy, to help with opioids. Probably need about 100 times more than that. We probably do. But you know what? It's a step in the right direction. Well, they so say meth is making a big comeback. Mm, meth. Methadone. Meth. Oh, I thought it was like methadone as a way of getting off of it. Making a big comeback. Is it methadone? I don't know. I think that's one way that people get off of it, but I don't know about meth meth. Like meth mouth, at, you know, where they chew up their teeth. Yeah, and they, meth. Yeah, yeah meth I don't know about that. It's making a comeback. Points. I don't know about that. As soon as they crack down on something, something else, no pun intended, something else mm-hmm. comes and takes its place. Get it? What, nice. what is so captivating? Yeah, I didn't plan on it. Pretty good. What is captivating our country today are the Dr. Ford Kavanaugh hearings. Yeah. Uh, somebody said they were on an airplane and every single seat back um, TV was on the hearings. There are bars that have the hearings on. There p- places you would never expect people to even give a damn. Everybody's they giving it on t- over the silly grape, but they had a baseball game on too. Everybody's giving oh. a damn. Which I'm one just... had the sound up? <laughs> baseball game. Uh-huh. The right baseball one. game. The sound was up. You don't right. want to make your customers really angry, really upset. Uh, the president was watching Good from Air Force. Steak sandwich, he was watching from Air Force One, which I think is kind of interesting. Uh, also, he was supposed to meet today with the Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein. He was so interested in the hearings that he postponed that till next yeah. week sometime. Just saying. I don't know why he even... Well. What? 
Why he even opens his mouth about this Kavanaugh thing? Here's a guy that's been accused by more than a dozen women of harassment and assault, grabbing women by their private parts, and this, and then he and he just just shut up. Come on. Uh, Just so you know, Judge Kavanaugh said that last night when he was praying with his children, his daughters prayed for Doctor Ford. Isn't that nice? Well, that's fine. It is. It's nice. Good. I like it. It's nice. Okay, Google, the company, turning 20 years old today. The company that started out as a simple internet search engine yeah. has evolved into one of the world's most influential businesses. Uh, the two guys who started it were Stanford PhD students. Uh, they started it for 100000 bucks in 1998. Two of, of the, the companies, evil empire. Two of the company's biggest successes are the spinoff of YouTube, that was a Google thing, and Android which is one of the world's most common operating system. Oh, a couple of years so ago, rich. Google changed its corporate name. It's no longer called Google. It's called Alphabet. What are they checking out? Who? What? These guys with Google. Yeah, they're all like, oh, uh, we made our money. No, I haven't what heard that. are they going to just go fishing now? What are they going to do? Wouldn't that be sweet, though? Did you know? I got $5 billion. I can uh, fish every oh, damn they day. Boys, they got to hire my own guides, you know, put them on the, you know, retainer. Yeah. They can Call ha- them anytime you want. Let's go. I, Pretty awesome. Fire can- it up. They can hire their own fish, Jim. They don't have to hire a guide. They can just hire their, every fish. I think outfit. they like to keep the job so they can no. have constant reminders of how important they there are. There is no indication they're quitting. So just, I don't know where you got oh, that well, from. Jim, oh, Jim made it up. Oh, okay. oh, I thought that, no, I was right. asking, are they checking no. out? This company, Alphabet, is now valued at, more, they started with 100000 right? It's now valued at more than $700 billion. Same. What? Points. Write this number they down. control the universe. I'm Write Facebook. this number down. Ready? This combination. Okay. I'm going to give go you down. an alphanumeric go. Go. Uh, combination here. Ready? It is NN, as in Nancy Nancy, 7687. Ooh. Got it. Bill Cosby. Now you know how to write to Bill Cosby in prison. At a Pennsylvania prison, that was his number. He lives in a cell about the size of a moderate a shoe. of a walk-in closet. <laughs> I saw it. It looked nice and clean. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty new. Did you hear he fell down and they were throwing hot dog buns at him? Stop it. Is that true? I heard that somewhere today. Oh, my God. What? I think it was on the boxers. <laughs> Is that a joke of some I sort? Or... No, I heard that. I he... thought it was like Jello pudding pops. No, he fell no. and they were throwing hot dog buns. <laughs> you know something? It was really believable when I heard it. And now, now that it doesn't I'm telling sound you, so much. No. I don't know. No, no, some... no. Yeah, but no, there's some kind of, I don't know what it is. That's a lot of booba yeah, There's some that kind thing. of connection going on there. I don't know what it is, though. I think I was listening to the monsters. <laughs> Why would they be throwing hot dog buns? There's, some kind... there's a joke in there somewhere. I think I was listening it's, to the monsters. Who was it? It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Why what they were they say. throwing hot dog buns? Not out. just hot dog buns, stale hot dog buns. So uh, they were hard. But see, that was not the dinner last night. When would they have done that? No, I thought he was like His you know the day. celebrity Bill Cosby's now in cell block C or whatever. Uh-huh. You know the cause is with us. Why would they? Hey, nope. America's boy, dead. Oh boy, they he's don't like really, rapists. He's no. really gone downhill. He they abused... don't like rapists. Okay. Supermodel Giselle Bundchen. Yeah, despite that half the guys probably in that cell block are rapists. Do you know G- Giselle Bundchen? Yes. Sure, of course. Married to Tom Brady, right? Yeah, yeah Supermodel, right? Yeah. She wrote a book called Lessons, colon, My Life, My Path to a Meaningful Life. You started that book yet? I did. It's and good, it, Yeah, it? I got a couple pages in. It's like, oh, I want to keep going. It's a good It's a good read. It's a page yeah. turn. I had to do what my homework. What book is that? Mark Leibovitz, who is a, uh, he is. He's a reporter for the New York Times. Yeah. And he's written a book about the National Football League and, mm. you know, just I see. the trials and tribulations nowadays well, of the I don't NFL. Know if it's have... interesting. It's funny, too. I don't know if you have the Giselle Bunchen book on order, but 
The book came out, Lessons, My Path to a Meaningful Life, and she writes that during her successful modeling career, she had mental health struggles, panic attacks, and suicidal thoughts. She almost didn't marry Tom Brady. She was just on the brink of losing it. We're not belittling mental health. She told People Magazine, things look perfect on the outside, basically intimating that she's a perfect specimen, right? Yeah. But you have no idea what's really hand. going on in the inside person. Remember her from the Olympics? Was she in the Olympics? Yeah, that no, was Yes, oh, the, come on. the one that's oh, yeah, walking, bro. walking, Man, walking. Come on. Walking, walking. The girl walking. from Ipanema? Like Eight-foot stride. <laughs> it's not in movie theaters yet, Jim, but it hasn't stopped the New York Post from giving it an... Just a radio show, baby. That's we're just, <laughs> just putting food on the table. That's yeah, all Yeah, there's always that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that excuse. Isn't that, that a little transparent or thin? No, it After works. all the sign? No. Mm. Okay. Uh, look, the movie's not even out yet, but the New York Post is giving the movie A Star is Born, the remake. They're giving it four stars already before it's even out. Four stars. It stars born. Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. It's the third remake of this original movie. Chris Christopherson. Mm. And Barbara Streisand. Double points. Mm-hmm. A star is born. Well, there was a one beat. Oh, no, it wasn't Chris Christopherson. He yeah. was in. It was. was he in that he one? He was in the second one. Yep. Well, who was Judy in Garland the, who in was the first who one? Who was in the Rose with uh, Bette Midler? That oh, the Rose. No, wasn't that Nick Christo- Nolte? No, no, I thought I never that was Christopherson. Maybe he was in both. I don't which remember. might have been kind of a remake. Of, oh, we're going to about it. We're out of time, Jim. Almost out of time here. Lawrence Olivier was in the first one. Alan Bates. My wife really wants to see A Star is Born. It's great. We've seen the All right, birthdays, please. No, of course not. It's not even out yet until October 2nd. How do you know it's great? Because the story's fantastic. No, but it's great. It's great. (laughs) It's great. Like Tony the Tiger says. Let's go. Happy, happy birthday today to one of your favorite rappers, Jim. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is now, Not little, Lil. Oh, Lil Wayne? Sorry, I got it confused. He's now 36. He is. Oh, get out of here. Lil Wayne. I knew he was your favorite. I knew he was your favorite. Happy, happy birthday. Oh, boy. Lil Wayne. Yeah, how about this? my weekend. I know. Wilford Brimley. He's He's 91. He's also your favorite. He's 91. Pinkman. Diabetes. Points. Uh, 87. Uh, 89. Quaker Oatmeal. Pinkman, 84. Yeah, he older. Yeah, he was the postal inspector. Right, exactly right. Seinfeld. In points. the postmaster, yeah. yeah. And, you uh, can't get points when we get it right. Gwyneth uh-huh. Paltrow, Pinky. Uh, ooh. She's in the box. Um, what? 42. I don't points. know what that means, in the box. Oh, well, let's move along then. <laughs> Come on. 43. Well, what Sorry. am I supposed to do with that? I don't know. 41, Up or down? I don't know. Oh, 41. You went the wrong way. <laughs> Jim, 46. Ha! And right. that's the Lottie Dodge. Just call me Moira. Thank you very much. We'll take a little break. when we. Uh, what we're going to do, we'll open up the lines, uh, at, and Mr. Pinkman will pick one of you at random to play against him in a bonus round of closest to the pin. If you win, good fortune. For the rest of your life, you lose 24 hours of bad luck. All upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is... Closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Josh is on the line. Josh will play against Pinkman in this bonus round. If Josh wins, of course, good fortune for the rest of his life. He'll get that You Matter business card. If Josh loses, bad luck for 24 hours. Pinkman, go to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes.
Hey, Josh, how are you today? Great. How are you? I'm doing really well. I've got 10 questions for you, including the crow question at the end. Are you ready? Yep. All right, buddy. Nice and loud into the phone so we can hear your answers and record your answers. A countdown for Josh, please. In three, two, one, begin. Josh Duncan has officially dropped donuts from its name. How many Duncan locations are in the United States? 330. Duncan was founded in what year? 1952. Duncan is headquartered in Canton, Massachusetts. What's the population of Massachusetts? Oh, 12 million. 12 okay. Million. All right. More Donuts Krispy Kreme was founded in what year? 1961. Remember the band Cream with Eric Clapton and Ginger Baker? The band's album, Wheels of Fire, was released in what year? 1968. How old is Eric Clapton? 71. Clapton has won how many Grammy Awards? 12. The Grammy Awards for Music first handed out in what year? 1956. The Grammys were first televised in what year? 1956. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Mo was a crow in Tel Aviv, Israel, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Haifa, Israel? To each what? Haifa, Israel. From Tel Aviv to Haifa. Jeez, uh, uh, 230 miles. Time, all right. Woo! So, all right, there you go, buddy. Here what comes Pinkman. Two... 230, I got it. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. all right. Pinkman. Letting that hair grow. How that look is. You didn't get the cut between yesterday and today. That's is it for... just the last dab with your hair and the beard? Is that before you get married? Mm-hmm. Just saying, I'm letting it all go because I know when I get up for the wedding, you know, Got to get it cut. Got to yes. get it trimmed. You got to look presentable That's at your exactly wedding, for God's it. sake. You going with beard or without beard for your wedding? Have you decided yet? I think I'm going to do with beard, with but beard? it'll be nicely kimped. Mm-hmm. Well kimped, okay. some would say. Mm-hmm. I'll go to Broadway right. Joe and get that all. Yeah. And I don't think Picky ever met Broadway Joe, did you? No. No. Before his time. I have barbers. I have I have people. Yes, I have oh, fine. Yeah, he oh, doesn't need your help. Joe. Okay, fine. Yeah, never fine. Mind. I would love to go. Well, that was going to be your gift, but never whatever. Yeah, forget oh, it now. Come on. You guys. I got ten questions for you, including the crow question. Are you ready? I got to roll the dice. Oh, that's roll right. the dice. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! It's a six, Jim. It's a six. All right, there it's you six. go. What do we got? Twenty-four. Mm-hmm. All right, ten questions. Ready to go? Yes. Countdown. In three, two, one, begin. Pinky Duncan has officially dropped donuts from its name. How many Duncan locations are in the United States? Uh, 312. Duncan was founded in what year? That was 1950. Duncan is headquartered in Canton, Massachusetts. What's the population of Massachusetts? Uh, five million. More donuts. Krispy Kreme was founded in what year? 1971. Remember the band Cream with Eric Clapton and Ginger Baker? The band's album Wheels of Fire was released in what year? 1973. How old is Eric Clapton? He is now 73. Clapton has won how many Grammy Awards? Uh, five. The Grammy Awards for music first handed out in what year? 1960. The Grammys were first televised in what year? 1964. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Mo was a crow in Tel Aviv, Israel, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Haifa, Israel? 
121. Time. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, it's a close one. How many uh, Duncan locations are in the United States? Josh said. 330. Pinkman. 312. There are 9,200 Duncan locations in the United <laughs> States alone. There's about 12,000 worldwide. Well, wow. you know, I gave, him at, I gave him at least like six per state. So Duncan founded in what year? Josh said. 52. Pinkman. 50. Right on the money. 1950. Oh, Pinkman. Yeah, yeah, now you come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Duncan headquartered in Canton, Massachusetts. What's the population of Massachusetts? Josh said. 12 million. Pinkman. 5 million. 6.42 million. That would be Pinkman. More donuts. Krispy Kreme founded in what year? Josh said. 61. Pinkman. Uh, 71. 1937. Okay. Josh gets another point. Remember the band Cream, Eric Clapton, Mm -hmm. Ginger Baker, the band's album Wheels of Fire, Platinum Album, I believe, released in what year? Josh said. 68. Pinkman. 73. Right on the money. (gasps) 19. 68. Oh, now Josh takes the lead. Four to three. Five to go. How old is Eric Clapton? Josh said. 71. Pinkman. 73. Right on the money. 73. Pinkman Pinkman takes the lead. (laughs) Four to go. Clapton has won how many Grammy Awards? Josh said. 12. Pinkman. 5. 18. Mm, Josh is coming back. Yeah. Grammys. Grammys for music first handed down on what year? Josh said. 56. Pinkman. 60. 59. Oof, Pinkman. Oh, 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 that hurts. Pinky. Holy cow. Grammys first televised in what year? Josh said. Uh, 56. Pinkman. 64. 71. Pinkman. Oh, All right. Yeah. Josh, I think this Wait, is you your... Wait, you want me to count them up? Yeah, okay. what do you got? 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 for Pinkman. 7 One, points, 1, 2, huh? 3, 4, 5 for Josh. Josh, you got to do it here, buddy. Get it within 25, you went out right. If Mo was a crow in Tel Aviv, Israel, you would have to fly how many miles to reach Haifa, Israel? Josh said. 230. Pinkman. 121. No, a matter of fact, Mo would have to flap her wings and fly a total of... 50 miles. Oh, it's exhausting, but Pinkman gets the point and wins Boys. the game. Sorry, Josh. Nice Ooh. effort, but uh, you know what happens now. Bad luck for you. 24 hours of bad luck for you starts right now. Remember, <laughs> close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the That pin. was a close one. Pin. Their time pin. differential yeah. with yeah. handicap, less than one second. Oh, my. Oh, boy. Way to go, Josh. Good times, bro. Duncan. America runs on it, you know. Mm-hmm. I played good, though, King Duncan in the third grade. Nice. I don't know who he was. I don't but either. I had to wear a crown. Is that a shake a spear play? I'll go with that. It was See, third grade. I don't know. What else do we have going on? Oh, today, big story, of course, out of Capitol Hill. Yeah. Yeah, sure. He's crying. He's angry. He said it was so hard to tell his children. Tell him oh, yeah. a couple of jello shots and uh, see what happens. I don't to think him. he had any of that. I'm just trying to. Fine, I'm just saying. Don't you? That, he appears to be fighting for his life. You know, he's very angry. a bad drunk, mean drunk. I don't. Nice know. guy until they, nice person until they start drinking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've encountered those people. I don't know who. Well, you're a bartender. That's what I hated most about the job. Yep. Drunks. And he did cry. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think that's what it no. is. I think that's what it comes down to. He can't remember anything. I think he was, uh, I think he was a booze hound for a while, long time. And I think he was a. I think he was a mean drunk. Him and his pals, whether at this uh, prep school or whether at Yale. I wonder if there's a Democratic senator who's going to ask him about that club that he belonged to at Yale. Mm. Something encourage whatever. Truth but, and courage. Truth and courage. Mm-hmm. But there was a nickname for it. And I'm not going to say it on the air. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> well, there you are having a recess at the moment. Well, they ought and to. I think the prosecutor for the Republicans, I thought it was a good idea to have 
a you know that a, a steady one questioner so you didn't get all the grandstanding however i don't think it really played out in the favor of the Republicans. Format wasn't very good. I don't yeah. think it played she out very well. She would get started and then it would stop. And no, she I... even mentioned that at the end, it's hard to do this in five-minute chunks. Yep. I wish the uh, Democratic senators had spent a little bit more time asking some questions. Um, but you know, if We're I was a Democratic soapbox. senator with uh, Kavanaugh as the witness, I said, what was this club you belonged to, Truth and Courage at Yale? Mm. And what was the nickname for that? Do you remember? Mm. And uh, and why did you call it that? I can't. I'm not going to repeat it on the air. You can look it up Goodness, for yourself. No, I can't. Why did you come up with that nickname? You're telling me you don't remember the nickname for that club that you belong to? Mm. You did belong to that club, didn't you, Judge Kavanaugh? Well, he he did fumble a question about whether he's ever passed out drinking. His answer was, "Well, I've fallen asleep." <laughs> That's what you tell yourself every Is morning. Is that when you pass <laughs> out? Yeah. Well, I've fallen asleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You wake up and somebody scribbles something on your forehead with a magic marker. Stop it. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And the agony of defeat. Chicken Tetrazzini. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. From sports with Pat Clark right around the corner. First things first, let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Uh, Jim, it's the testimony happening uh, in Washington Mm -hmm. as we speak. Well, as we speak there right now in a recess as uh, Brett uh, Kavanaugh, Supreme Court nominee, uh, just finished, you know, the first hour or so of testimony. Uh, Rocky at times, he definitely came out. Uh, very emotional, railing against the Democrats um, for bringing the process to this point. Um, earlier today, his accuser, Dr. Ford, had a chance to testify in front of the committee. And uh, many people ask why in 2018 is she just making bringing this public now? Uh, one of the moments early on in her opening statement was when she re- uh, revealed that back in 2012, is when she first uh, revealed this to her husband at the time uh, when they were in couples therapy together, recalling the attack by Brett Kavanaugh. I recall saying that the boy who assaulted me could someday be on the U.S. Supreme Court and spoke a bit about his background at an elitist all-boys school in Bethesda, Maryland. My husband recalls that I named my attacker as Brett Kavanaugh. So, uh, there she goes. Uh, you know, obviously, she came across as a very credible witness. I thought so. Most people uh, uh, agree with that. I think if the, uh, as far as the process goes, uh, it's not attacking her as much. I think where you can really uh, question uh, political motives here is the timing of the uh, when this information was released and how it was handled by those who had this information, uh, namely Diane Feinstein and some other Democrats. Uh, moving on. Well, speaking... it's a, I mean, it's political. There's no question yes, about that. Yeah. People are playing the political parts. Mm-hmm. Diane Feinstein, uh, speaking of her, had a chance to question Dr. Ford, and she asked her how you know how she remembers. You know, it, it was Brett Kavanaugh because you know, you know, uh, uh, they talked about and they went into great detail how in trauma you you know you block out certain things, but there's some things that you remember. And really, I was surprised by the answer because it was really of how a memory works and then she you know pointed out that uh, it's you know how it becomes imprinted 
in your brain. It gets a little technical, but uh, uh, here it is, Diane Feinstein questioning Dr. Ford. How are you so sure that it was he? Uh, the same way that I'm sure that I'm talking to you right now. It's uh, just basic memory functions um, and also just the level of norepinephrine and epinephrine in the brain that sort of, as you know, encodes that neurotransmitter, encodes memories into the hippocampus. And so the trauma-related experience then is kind of locked there, whereas other details kind of drift. So what you are telling us is this could not be a case of mistaken identity. Absolutely not. I, li I like the point in there. She goes, as you know, it you know records in the hippocampus. Yes, hippocampus, of course. Yeah, we all know that. Oof, yeah. I don't know that. Well, she's an expert in <laughs> that. She's yeah, an expert is. in PTSD. And yeah. But I like, you, you throw in the as you know just to give like the benefit of the doubt to anyone you're speaking to. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. I knew that. When Senator Patrick Leahy had a chance to, uh, to question Dr. Ford. Um, he asked her, and Jim, you pointed, uh, uh, you referred to this earlier. This is it. What she remembers most about the experience right. that day of the assault. Well, then let's go back to the incident. What is the strongest memory you have? The strongest memory of the incident. Something that you cannot forget. Take whatever time you need. indelible in the hippocampus is the laughter the la the uproarious laughter between the two and they're having fun at my expense so uh, talking about the uh not brett kavanaugh i believe mark rich is the name of the other judge. individual mark. mark judge sorry that she accused of uh you know being present in the room at that time and uh, saying their laughter is what she remembers. And finally, Senator... Where is he? Why don't they subpoena him? I don't understand. I don't they want to really show go. up. He said, I don't want to well, show up. Well, I know, but yeah. I mean, you, and, know, well, you don't want to show up, but you still have to answer the subpoena. That's what, you know, those questions are being raised right now, is how come? And uh, he has not been subpoenaed. Who, uh, would, do, who would do the subpoenaing? It would have to be, well, the Republicans are in charge of the committee, right? Judiciary Committee would have to issue the subpoena. Yeah. And compel him to to uh, to testify. Do you think that's political that they're just letting that go by? Oh, I have no idea. I but I, I mean, I just don't understand. There, she claims this was the other person in the room. Well, get this guy, you know. Well, they if they have a Kavanaugh's vote schedule best friend at the time and bring him in. If they have a vote schedule for tomorrow, I don't think they're going to want to do anything that delays that process. Well, we'll see if they have the vote. That, yeah, I think, I, should be one of no, your bets. I don't get it either. Yeah. Uh, finally, Senator Dick Durbin uh, finally asked Dr. Ford how sure she is, because some people proffered that, oh, it's mistaken identity. She's confused at who it is. Yeah. So uh, he was asking her how sure uh, is Dr. Ford that uh, Brett Kavanaugh was the, the person who assaulted her. Dr. Ford. With what degree of certainty do you believe Brett Kavanaugh assaulted you? 100%. 100%. There you go, 100%. Those are some of the quotes from the earlier sessions. The recess is just about to end, and uh, Brett Kavanaugh is about to resume his testimony. Before it broke, he said, I am innocent, over and over and over again. In a very fiery opening statement. Yeah. Would yeah. he have a couple of martinis at lunch? No, no, I don't think he was I'm telling inebriated. You, he's a, yeah, he's a mean drunk. Oh, boy. That's, uh, his pro that's the problem. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. He was upset, too. Almost to the point of tears. You want to know who to blame? Who? The women. 
How is it the women's fault? Blame girls for everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I don't think that's a good plan. Yeah, no, right. it is. So no. says a high school coach and athletic director, Jared Hensley. What do you say? He Who's is he? the AD at Saudi Daisy High School. I believe it's in Chattanooga. Um, he might not have a job soon because Uh-oh. he has a video out there, and it was talking about the dress code, talking to the boys about uh, you know what you can and cannot wear. But uh, here's a clip. Uh, we have the video posted at realradio.fm. You can see the whole thing. Okay. But here is uh, Jared, the AD at this high school. Everybody who's going, well, I got a detention for athletic shorts. That's what you're going to get. And if you don't serve it, you're going to go to Saturday school. So just don't wear them. And if you really want someone to blame, blame the girls because they pretty much ruin everything. They ruin the dress code. They ruin, well, ask Adam. Look at Eve. It's really all you really get to get to. Okay, you can really go back to the beginning of time. So it'll be like that the rest of your life. Get used to it. Just keep your mouth shut. Suck it up. Follow the rules. Yeah, it'll take your own advice. <laughs> stupid ass cracker. God Almighty. Keep oh, your mouth shut. It's biblical. Yeah. You know. Yeah, anyway, if you want to see that the, the video, you can see the whole thing. It's a little longer. Yeah, he also talks about PDAs. Let's cut it out and let's, you know save it for the honeymoon. Keep your mouth shut. No, he goes, your PDAs, your public displays of affection. Let's lower those. You shouldn't be doing here. Do it on your own time. And he's like, oh, no, wait, don't do it there. Just wait for the honeymoon. <laughs> oh, no. Really? He, he was definitely not working from a script. <laughs> you can see the video. Realradio.fm shows the Phillips file. Boom, the video's there. That's your audio file uh, for today. Don't go off script. Take it from me. Been there, done that. I got that hat. Oh, it's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Pat Clark and sports right around the corner. Let's get the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A new startup has created a pedal-powered vehicle that could have you burning calories on your drive to work. Why not just punch the bottom out of your existing car and Flintstone your way to work? Next, a couple of newlyweds came home from their honeymoon to find that their house had been totally shrink-wrapped in pink plastic. LOL you got so pranked bro. They totally kept their house fresh for them while they were away. Finally, an injured turtle at the Maryland Zoo has been given a Lego wheelchair. What the shell? Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski I Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. When you don't need help, but you want some anyway. I just, I'm at a loss. I just don't know what's going on. 407-916-1041. Toll free, 888-978-1041. Real Radio. 104.1. Well, it's file for this uh, Thursday. Every Thursday at this time, we talk with Pat Clark, who handles sports over at Channel 2. W-E-S-H Channel 2 in Orlando. A lot of things to cover. With Mr. Clark, please welcome him back to the program. Hello, Patrick. How are you today? Hello, James. How are you? Doing well. What's going on? Anything new? I hope Jack has the tape cued. <laughs> oh, boy. Why? Well, it was just a few, you know, how soon we forget. It was <laughs> It was just a few weeks ago. And, and I bring this up, James. Yeah. This is important to me. Otherwise, <laughs> I wouldn't. But in all of the years that I've been talking with you, yeah. Uh, you folks have always, when there's some big sporting event, have asked me to make some kind of a prediction. Oh, here we go. Uh, and I got to, now listen, I got to the point where I just said, you know, I, I don't want to do it anymore. Because <laughs> I was always, as you know, James, I was always wrong. I don't think I ever got anything right. Mm-hmm. But just a few weeks ago. I think you're right about that. We were, we were talking about Tiger Woods. Yes. And I said to you, do you remember what I said? I said, I said, he is going to win again, James, and he's going to win again 
sooner than later. And I even instructed Jack, I said, Jack, please save this tape because I want you to play it back when it happens. Uh So, Jack, do you have it? And if you do, would you please play it because it will be music to my ears. Pat, I'm so glad you brought this up, but I um, have to inform you, we stopped recording this show back in 1998. Oh, damn it. Well, I watched him. Oh, and uh, I mean, I, you can't lie about these things. It was just, you know, it was an impressive, you know, one of the greatest come. You know, he's not a, he's not a Sam Snead by any stretch. Oh, please. Well, Sam Snead almost died. Sam Snead. Sam Snead. I mean, Ben Hogan. <laughs> uh, ben Hogan almost died in a traffic accident. He was in critical condition. You know, not some little thing with his back. Hit by a truck. Yeah, he got hit, hit by, by a, a truck. Yeah, or or school bus or something. Some and anyway, he came back and won how many majors after that? Well, I'm not sure, but he came Seven. back and won the U.S. Open Seven. when he could barely walk. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, but you know, and and plus they were playing with those tiny little clubs. Be that as it may, Tiger that was that was a spectacular uh, uh, performance. There's no question about it. Even I'll, that I'll walk say down that. the 18th was magical. Yeah, he's still a schnook. You oh know, boy. But, well, he is. Hey up. Yeah, uh, it's on the tab. I'll I'll pay when I'm ready. I'm a I'm a little tight right now. Oh, I'm, like, I'm not I'm not very liquid right now when it comes oh, liquid, to. Oh, liquid! You say yeah, I got to pay. Yeah. For, I got I got to pay for a dinner that's upcoming. More uh-huh. on that later. So I'm, yeah, I, got, I have to hold on to a few things or maybe sell a few things. Yeah, it was a great performance. You know what? You, pis- know, you know what works. pisses me off about him? What? I'll tell you what pisses me off about Tiger Woods. He's still got a he's still got a 32 inch waist, and that's not yeah. right. <laughs> it's not. It's not right. Well, it, it was it was interesting watching this and just yeah. watching the crowd follow him up eighteen like he was a Pied Piper was reminiscent of some of the old black sure. and white footage that you would see of Arnold Palmer back in at the British Open. There's just one where he just emerges from the crowd and it was just it, it was electric. And the moment on on Sunday was electric as well. Say what you want about Tiger as a person about his morals, about his personal life, whatever. When that guy is competing, yeah. when he is in contention, golf is better because people are attracted to him. The viewers are attracted to him as if he is a Pied Piper. And we watch James because he has been a freak in terms of what he's been able to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was spectacular when he was in his prime. We expected him to win or be in contention at least every time that he played but then he went through all of the first the personal crises, and then he, you know, he had four back surgeries, had the DUI in South Florida. I'll never forget that that mugshot. I don't think any of us ever will. Mm-hmm. That incredible mugshot, and and Moira, I remember looking at that and thinking, "Oh my God!" I thought he had hit rock bottom before, yeah. but this is it. This is this is rock bottom for this guy, and I don't know how he will ever ever recover from it. And he's come all the way back. Yeah, I was wrong. I was wrong. Um, You know, and now they've got the Ryder Cup this week and the TV numbers, even though you're going to have to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning if you want to watch, the TV numbers are going to be better because Tiger's in in contention again. I'm not going to say he's back. Uh, It would be be foolish to suggest that. I mean, he's not as young as he used to be, even though he still has that 32-inch weight. Oh, don't remind me. I mean, I when I was that age, I was, you know, thirty four at least when I was when his age, and now it's just oh boy, you know, baby bar the door. It's God's mm-hmm. cruel joke, is what it is. Yeah, 
Yeah. But all credit to Tiger James. I mean, you have to hand it to him. He found his way back, and he's the one who inspired most of these young guns. That's true. The great golfers that they are now, and most of them ha- haven't had the opportunity to compete against Tiger when Tiger was at the top of his game. And now, if only briefly, we just don't know how long this is going to last, he seems to be at the top of his game again. And I think that's terrific. He's got the woo. That's the way my wife refers to it. He's just one of these one of these people, male or female, and it's just something, there's an aura about some of these individuals. I mean, they're great at what they do. They're so good. They're so magical at what they do. You look at them and say, how do they, how do they keep doing this? How do they, yeah. you know. And like Pinkman. He's kind of like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's got the woo. He's Pink got man. the woo. Thank Let you, me move Pat. on to uh, UCF. They're up against Pitt tomorrow. And uh, what's the? Does anybody know the line? What's the? What's the line on the game? Well, UCF's favorite. They'll be favoring most every game they play. Pitt played last week. James and lost to North Carolina. Yeah, good. North Carolina has already lost to many inferior teams this year. Mm-hmm. UCF, of course, should have played against the Tar Heels, but that game was canceled because of the hurricane. So. But Pitt represents some of the best of the competition that UCF might face this year as they look now for a 17th consecutive victory. I mean, it's almost as we expect them to win when they take the field now, which is kind of an unusual feeling for college football because you just don't see this in the college ranks, James. I mean, we're witnessing witnessing something very special out there. Uh, the, yeah, the argument that I heard from some, and I don't know enough about it to what some say, okay, UCF maybe may have an un, another undefeated season, but the mm-hmm. rest of their schedule, they don't play anybody in the top 25, albeit they beat Auburn last year in, in, the, in that bowl game, but, you know, oh, granted. I mean, is there anything to that? I mean, as as the bowl committee or whoever makes the decisions here, you know, is it still going to be one of those? Well, UCF. I mean, who they you know who do they play? Who do they play for the rest of the season? As opposed to some other teams that might be you know have uh, one or two defeats on their on their record. Does that make any sense? It sure does. Uh, and here's what I know: as long as UCF keeps winning, yeah, uh, the playoff committee is going to hate it. Uh, they're they're going to hate it, and here's why: because they are all about the Power Five conferences. Yeah. And if UCF, let's say we go to uh, early November, mid November, and UCF still has not lost this year, and that winning streak is now well past 20 games, it will be virtually impossible for this playoff committee to ignore UCF. Right. And I'll say this: as Scott Frost told Mark Daniels and I in that. Now, infamous conversation we had before he decided to take the Nebraska job. One of the reasons he would have stayed at UCF, not only because he loved his players, not only because he loved the climate down here and his wife loved the city, they really did enjoy it here. But the one thing that he really wanted to stay for was to shove it in the playoff committee's face. Oh, my. Keep winning football games and force their hand. Force them to sit up and take notice of UCF. And, James, that is still in play. Scott Frost is gone, but the winning streak is intact. Now, when they lose that first game, all bets are off. But as long as they keep winning, they're going to force the hand of the playoff committee, and they're going to have to respond to UCF at some point. Bianchi, yeah, Bianchi, yeah. uh, Bianchi with the Sentinel has, has written, he thinks that Scott Frost regrets leaving UCF for Nebraska. You think? No. <laughs> no? No? No. No, but if you, if you remember, that was kind of the headline. Yeah. But 
and Mike in his column said, do you think he'd want to leave Nebraska and come back to UCF? The answer was no. He, he, he wants to stay in Nebraska. You have to give this guy time. He inherited a bad football program. This stuff doesn't happen overnight. Remember his first year at UCF, uh, great gains from 0-12 the previous season, mm-hmm. but you can't get any worse than 0-12. Uh, he got him into a bowl game the very first year, and he finished a uh, game below 500, I believe. Six and six and seven, I think, was their final record. And then they got better much faster because they started playing with more of the players that he wanted, that he, that he wanted to bring in for the kind of program that he wanted to run. You have to give him time up there at Nebraska. Yes, some of these losses uh, have been horrific. Uh, mm. The loss to Michigan, losing at home to Troy, Troy of all teams. But, again, you have to give this guy time. The fans want, you know this, James, fans want success right away. And they thought that Scott Frost was going to be the miracle maker who comes home and makes us winners again. Well, you know what? He probably will. You just don't expect to do that in the snap of a finger. They have to give him a little bit of time. Were the Gators that good uh, last weekend or Tennessee that bad? Because t- Or did yes. Tennessee, Tennessee that bad just made the Gators look good? What? Well, I think that's I think that's possible. I, I still don't know how good Florida is. Tennessee's been a bad football program for a number of years now, mm-hmm. so it's hard to gauge Florida's domination of the Volunteers just based on what happened last week. Now this week, when they have to go to Mississippi mm-hmm. State, a ranked Mississippi State team that's coming off a loss, um, where Dan Mullen now is going home, right. uh, the going home to Mississippi State in terms of. That's the team that he coached for the past nine seasons. Now we'll get a better gauge of how this Florida team performs against a better quality opponent and having to do it on their own. Well, let's talk about this next week, and we'll see what the result Saturday night is. You watched that fight last weekend. Was it last weekend or the weekend before? Weekend the before? Uh, Canelo-Alvarez Triple G fight? No. I've been, no, it's just all football now. I'm sorry. Did you watch it? I watched it this morning. Because I wasn't willing to, you know, make that payment for oh. pay per view because I would have fallen asleep before the fight started. You know how you get when you get to be my age; you just kind of drop oh, off stop at eight thirty or nine. Mm-hmm. So, but I saw it this morning. It was a great fight, and I'm sitting there because I have mixed emotions about it. Um, you know, I was the uh, featherweight champion oh, of Barracks B. They called him the Little Piston at Miami. Huh? Mil- yeah, my nickname was the Little Piston because my fists were so fast. <laughs> but be that as it may, it was a pretty damn good fight. Middle, you know, middleweights and anything below that, it's always good because they, because they're faster. And but I'm sitting there and said, these guys are just pounded on one another. And and I'm and I said, should I be watching this? Why do I why do I like watching this mm-hmm. when I get so upset about stories about CTE, you know, in That's professional sweet. football? And these guys, they're just pounded on each other's heads, you know, turning their brains into gravy. And I'm mm-hmm. sitting there enjoying this. I, 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 I've not figured out the dynamic yet. I, I, I just don't know. Will you keep watching? No, he does. A good prize fight? Yeah, I will. I and I, I, I'm trying to come to terms with it somehow. And I just uh, maybe because of my great experience, you know. When I, I think I'd, I could have gone Golden Gloves in Miami at one time. Stop it. What? Stop what? It's just not going to happen. Well, it didn't happen, well, no, but no, I think no. it could have. I mean, I, I was, the I was days, that good. Of, mm-hmm. You were that good, and seriously? Yes. Mm. I mean, it's not like I'm doubting. I'm just questioning. You sound right? like you're doubting, though. No, I was, I was, <laughs> I was fairly decent. I mean, I didn't have What's any really formal training. I oh. think of, 
I said, you know, I'm not saying, geez, I would have been a champ or anything, but I think I, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you learn, you learn some skills, and then you uh, put on the gloves and the headgear, and you go at it, and yeah, and I, I didn't box for very long in Florida, but you know, they had like a gym class, you know, what? all the guys that never put gym gloves class. on, yeah. When I was when I went to Florida, and you had to go to physical education, PE, of course, yeah. And believe it or not, one of, of it. one of, one of the classes that back then was boxing. Mm. Wow! Showed them a few things. Oh, you gave them the gloves are too heavy, though. You what? know, what do you mean now, too heavy? So, uh, this, this is when you were at Florida. Yeah, yeah, freshman year. So it's possible that you could have have your gym class, and you'd be boxing that day, and then you'd shower and go to class. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they t- they t- part of the class was the element. Believe it or not, this is absolutely true. The, element. the elements of boxing. I mean, you know, you got to- credit for that. Yeah, they gave you college credit for the elements of boxing. Well, it's better than, than bowling. What? They give you credits for golf. They give you credits for you know for bowling. Yeah, yeah I guess so for tai chi or bo- something. And I don't think mm-hmm. it was. I I can't remember whether it was you had to go or whether I chose it. I probably chose it because I knew a few things. You know. Oh but yeah, yeah. You got to keep your elbows in and fists right up. You know, against your against your head. <laughs> then wait for the body shot to come in. Did you ever take boxing? You, go, you ever did boxing? You go downstairs. No. You go downstairs. You get them right downstairs. in the kidney, and when you oh. get them right in the kidney, they drop their fist. Then you go up. Stairs. Is that a thing, really? Yeah. Mm. Oh, sure. Body shot. Yeah. It's the best thing you do can do to a guy. Yeah. Get him right in the spleen. <laughs> I don't even know where the spleen is. Well, I don't think you do either. That's you you know, know where the spleen is. Where's the spleen? Up, Come on. Hit her in the spleen. Hit her in the spleen. I'll show you where your spleen is. Where's the spleen? Right to Queer Street. Right here. Where? Under your rib cage? Right there. Yeah, that's where your spleen is. Okay. Yeah, we commonly refer to as the bread basket. Oh, the bread basket. What's coming up this weekend, Patrick? Flight operation. What's that? <laughs> oh, that's right, operation. Yeah, operation. the bread basket. Remember that? The bread I was basket. pretty good at that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have a steady hand for that game. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Bone. You can't do any cocaine. Oh, the play, funny bone. Uh, that's right. Play that. Uh, play that game. Mm-hmm. Funny all... bone. Yeah, you get shaky. Oh you no, get no. Very Mm-mm. shaky. Mm-mm. All right, Patrick. I hope you oh, have. Oh, for God's sake. I hope sake. you have a great weekend. It's always fun talking to you, man. Thanks, James. All right, you got it. See you next week. Uh, You got it. Pat Clark Handle Sports over Channel 2, WESH Channel 2 in Orlando. Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Everybody's losing it at the uh, Kavanaugh hearing. Holy smokes. Lindsey Graham is having a conniption. No, he's having a Everybody's fit. flipping out. They're actually talking about, somebody's talking about flatulence. Yeah. This is at a, this is at a hearing Kavanaugh. about uh, a Supreme Court nominee, and somebody has, has brought up flatulence for some reason. I know. Uh, well, it's I'm a- telling you right now, I'm going to repeat what I said at the beginning of the program. <clears throat> Number one, I thought that uh, that um, Christine Ford's mm-hmm. testimony this morning was uh, was compelling. Mm-hmm. Now, and I'll say right now, I haven't had the opportunity to listen to Judge Kavanaugh, but be that as may, everything I think I've just come to the determination he was a mean drunk. He's a bad drunk. We all know them. 
they're, they're nice people, intelligent people, civil, until they get a couple of belts in them, right? Uh-oh. And then all of a sudden they what turn. Happens? It's Jekyll and Hyde. It's mm-hmm. the classic Jekyll and Hyde. And I think when he was in high school, prep school, yeah. and I think when he was in college, I think he was that typical. We've all known people like this. Mm. You know, some people, they can't hold their liquor, so to speak. They get angry. They get so, they get so screwed up, so, you know, mm-hmm. effed up. They can't even remember what they were doing. That's just that's just part of the deal. We may be. I getting... think he was a heavy drinker, mm-hmm. and uh, as I suggested at the beginning of the program, I think one of the best things they could do is during this hearing is bring out a keg and some solo cups, and uh, and have him you know just have a couple of beers as uh, <laughs> and you know, see what as, as he's answering questions well, to see what happens. I think they may be getting to your yearbook entries. You said, oh, talk to me about being in this club and that the 100 keg club he puts in his yearbook. He was president of the 100 keg club. He also was part of the Ralph club, he said. Right in there, it's Ralph, something, something, Ralph Club. Mm. And he says, what What does that mean? Because Ralph is another euphemism for throwing up. He said he always had a weak stomach. He always drank to the point of, I guess, vomiting. So he was part of the Ralph Club. Now, the, the, what they should ask Ralph. him about the club that that's he belonged the, yeah, to at Yale, one. which is, and there was a nickname for that club. I'm not going to repeat it on the air. You can look it up for yourself. What was it? Faith and, I don't know, can you remember? Something encouraged. Truth and Courage. Truth and Courage. Yes, and yes, there was another, there was a, yeah, there was another name for it. And uh, I think a senator say, you belong to that club. It had a nickname. Would you like to tell the Judiciary Committee what the nickname for that club was? And why did it have that nickname? You can look it up for yourself. I mm-hmm. think that's a legitimate question. Now, they've they got a hold of Storm the Kangaroo down in South Florida. Remember, they did. They we got reported this a couple of days ago that Storm, the four-foot-tall uh, kangaroo, had escaped and was hopping around South Florida. Well, they finally uh, they finally found it. And wrestled it to the ground and put it back in their wildlife sanctuary. And uh, we thought it would be a good idea to make contact with our good friend uh, in the land down under. That's Boomerang Bob. Uh, we tried to call him earlier, but uh, we were led to believe he's way out in the outback. But we have him on the phone right now. Boomerang Bob, are you there? Hello. How are you doing? Where have you been? Uh, I've been having me a walkabout. I've been in Burrumbuttock, uh, Goolagong, and I went on over to Humpty Doo for a bit. Yeah. You know, I, I meant to ask you, and I, put, I don't mean to delve too much into your personal affairs, but you uh, were coming off a bad divorce That's not too true. long ago. I'm sorry about and, that. And uh, can Has I ask how's out? that going? Has yeah. it worked out? Uh, well, he took me for a long way, <laughs> uh-huh. and uh, then I'm going into work one day, and I have to still see stupid Wolby Wallace's face because our program director won't fire him. Yeah. So I'm walking in, and he's all like, hey, Bob, how's it going? Like, we weren't just married and divorced. And I got so plum angry, I punched a bloody wall, and I broke my hand, and now I'm out on compo. On co- I mean, you're getting compensation. Oh, workers' comp yeah. and all yeah, that, yeah. Comp. Mm-hmm. You, have one of those, uh, you have one of those alligator or crocodile vests like Crocodile Dundee used to wear? With all the pockets? Uh, yeah, with no shirt underneath. Mm-hmm. No, 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 that's a fisherman's vest. Oh, what are you talking about? I'm talking about that leather vest. Oh, that's a nice know? look. I don't know, Bob. Maybe he doesn't have one, though. Well, I had one, and... Uh, it since does not fit me, and that was back in my high school days, back when we would drink kegs of 4X. I was uh, part of the 400 keg club. 400 kegs? That's a lot of beer, Bob. Yeah, yeah. Kevin, oh, he ain't got nothing on us over here. Yeah. 
So, uh, God, what was the question? I was going, oh, this kangaroo that uh, I don't understand. Maybe you can tell us what's the fascination with kangaroos. I don't know why yeah. Americans will want a kangaroo. I can understand Australians. You've got kangaroos all over the damn place. But uh, now we have kangaroos in Florida escaping and hopping all over uh, all, you know, Jupiter uh, or, or Port St. Boca, Lucie or Boca somewhere. Raton or That's someplace. Right. Yeah, I don't quite get it because, uh, I mean, I've grown up around them, and quite frankly, they look like a bodybuilder had a baby with a deer, and uh, they're just downright frightening sometimes. They'll kick your eyeballs right out your skull, and uh, I'm trying to track this storm fella down and kill him because oh. he's a danger to society. No, no, they got him successfully back in custody. Yeah, he's coming here, and we're going to euthanize him with a boomerang. <laughs> oh, oh, that's that doesn't sound very humane. Oh, no, no. we're good at throwing here. We hit him right betwixt the eyes. It's easy. They, right, uh, well. well, you know, I, I believe you. I saw, I saw that uh, kangaroo. I can't remember its name. That uh, did a number on Sylvester the cat that one time, and uh, oh, no, it's, it's not a pretty sight. Bob, you've seen that cartoon? Oh yeah, that guy. He, uh, you know, it's a really well done depiction of how scary it is to live over here. And uh, that kangaroo, whoa, oh, buddy, oh, I have nightmares about it still. What's the what's the the biggest meanest kangaroo you ever uh, you ever came across? All right, so this absolute there's this absolute unit here. His name's Bonza, mm-hmm. and uh, he lives out about Alice Springs way. He's yeah. about seven feet tall. Whoa! I know. That's what I said. And he weighs about four hundred pounds. Oh, that's a big boy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He looks like, uh, you know when you buy chicken wings and some of them look like they've been pumped full of hormones and they're a bit lumpy? He kind of <laughs> looks like that. Oh, oh, oh yes. And, uh, I, you know, I, I tried interviewing him for the radio one time, and uh, lo and behold, they're good at working out but not good at talking. Yeah. Well, what kind of sound do they make? I mean, you ask them a question and, I mean, can you replicate? I don't even know what a kangaroo would sound like. It's kind of like a cross between a cane toad stuck in the rabbit fence and Wallaby Wallace drunk off his ass at night time. Can you oh. give us? Can you give a us sample, kind of the sample? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm doing my best here. I had a bit of cab sav earlier today, so I'm a li- I'm a bit loopy. Okay, so we're in different time zones. Uh, it goes a little bit like. Oh, I, that would be intimidating. Yeah, yeah, I'd be scared of that. Uh, Boomerang Bob, thanks for joining us this afternoon. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. It's always uh, good to and uh, have fun in the outback. Can we get that sound again? No. No. All right, Bob, thank you. (laughs) All right, thank you. You're true, Jim. Say say, uh, hello to our good friends in the land uh, land down under. That's uh, Boomerang Bob. Uh huh. He says seven foot tall kangaroo yeah. weighing four hundred pounds. Holy mackerel! What? A big baby. I think that uh, Storm, um, the one they apprehended in South Florida, was four feet, but it was only forty five pounds. How could this thing be seven feet and seven hundred pounds, Jim? He's a big one. Yeah, they fell out, Mo. Yeah. Maybe there was something in its pouch and they didn't check. Oh, boomerang! I never Bob heard of such a, a thing. Finds cool. another part. I don't know. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. He does. He's, he's really. He's always in making love himself with, available. Uh, what's his name? Wallaby Wallace. Wallaby Wallace. I thought that was love it forever. Oh man, that's forever love. That if you so. want to see radio wars, that's good stuff. So wonder, anyway, wonder if yeah. they fix the wall at the station. They're still flipping out. <laughs> are they in recess? Are they still Lindsey oh, no, Graham? Still, oh, no, they're uh, back. No, having a cow. No, they've gone five minute sessions. They've been bouncing back and forth. Amy, but now the uh, Republican uh, senators are actually 
questioning him. Wait a minute. What That's I, a rip. What about the girl, the woman they brought in from Arizona? She, she did like a, a, a couple in the beginning, but now they've been going around. Oh, they're all the busting senators. in. Oh, yeah. Now they got, they got to get their two cents in there. She's from Minnesota. She's a Democrat. Amy Klobuchar. Oh, yeah. Know her well. She asked Hello, Kavanaugh family. today. Yeah, nice folk up there. If he Don't ever blacked so, yeah. out from drinking yeah. was her question. Have you ever blacked out from drinking? In response, he says, have you ever? So he turned it like an it's like what? <laughs> so like, you don't ask us. You know we're asking you questions, bub. No, you. No, you. No, you. What? This isn't like uh, you know little kids. No, I touched you. No, I you're looking you at me. Out. Huh? You passed out at that chili party you had. <laughs> Who did? You did. No, I didn't. The I was party cu- started at uh, like eight o'clock, and I Mo cu- was passed out at eight o five. I actually remember going to sleep. I didn't pass out. Well, I remember you crawling into the That's bedroom. That's what I remember too. I threw up, and then I went to sleep. Was perfectly planned. They're done. That's what it's I a great too. party. One what that she can't. Re- one that she can't remember. No, I heard it was very fun though. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Testimony is now over at the Senate. Everybody, oh, he asked her Everybody twice. threw their coats on top of Mo. Yeah. You know what he wanted to do with this coat? Eh, just toss yeah. it in there. She's but wait, like three and a half feet Why is that of, members uh, only jacket snoring? <laughs> <laughs> it was very lumpy uh, all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, members mm. only. I think I had one of those. I did. <laughs> Didn't everybody? Yeah. All right, we'll keep track of the Kavanaugh hearings as uh, the president's best we riveted can. to it. Jim. He loves the idea that Kavanaugh's being a tough customer. Whatever. That's according to insiders at the White House. I think it'll come out of committee. Mm. It'll pass. You think he'll pass through committee? Yeah. Oh yeah, I think he'll pass committee. Well, there's not one Lindsey profile Graham, of courage. He challenged him. Well, he said, you know, if you want a decent man, you vote for this guy. I don't know if he'll win a confirmation in the entire Senate. I don't know. Yeah, they called for a recess, but my goodness gracious. I think there are a couple of uh, Republican uh, female senators who who might say, eh, not this mm-hmm. time around. There are plenty of other, you know, go find yourself another candidate, all right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's not on trial for his life, for crying out loud. I, I mean, it's, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, a, I do it's, know it's, it's, saying. A, well, it's a job interview. It's like, right. you know, dude, you know, there are other people who are qualified. You're not the only guy, you know, who can you. fulfill this position on the Supreme Court, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Uh, it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin. 407-916-1041. From... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Regular round of closest to the pin playing against Catherine, and Kristen is the backup. And what's the prize, Mr. Pinkman? Oh, boy. Win it before you can buy it. A pair of tickets to see Tater Salad. Ron White at the Hard Rock Live Friday, March 1st. Tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. Go to realradio.fm keyword Ron for pre-sale info. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much, Mr. Pinkman. Uh, quick update. The uh, testimony by Brett Kavanaugh is not over for today. They're just taking a break, and they will resume shortly. It got very heated, so I think they had to cool off a little. Cooling session. Yep. Oh, here we go. We have a category submitted by Brad, and we have a player, and her name is Catherine. Mm-hmm. Hello, Catherine. Ready to play? 
Yes. All right. The game by Brad. It's uh, been a theme all week. It's a combo. Even more questions about combinations. It's been a combo week, and so we have a combo category. Are you ready to go? Five questions about combinations. Are you ready? Yes, ready. We're going to do this in three, in two, in one. They are just, uh, let's start that over for you. (laughs) Here we go in three, two, one. They are one in the same, but could not be farther from each other. Chronicled in the strange case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. What year was the book first published? Uh, 1885. Batman Forever, Batman Returns, yada, yada, yada. How about plain old Batman and Robin with George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell? In what year did that come out? 1995. Dick and Jane books were readers popular from the 1930s to the 60s. They were parried, uh, parodied in... Fun with Dick and Jane, starring George Siegel and Jane Fonda in this year. 2004. Simon and Garfunkel have long since split, but they were 1960s counterculture icons of the decade's social revolution. In what year did they go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? 1985. They were power couple during the golden age of Hollywood, Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. How many seasons for I Love Lucy? Six. Time. All right. Great job. Put you on hold. Better job than I did. Wait, wait. Parody. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. Parody. It's a weird word. Parody. Parodied. Yes. Oh, I hope I have some of those with my dinner tonight. I know, right? I like pierogies. That's a good time. (laughs) Yeah, I do too. Yeah, pierogies. Yum. You like pierogies? Mm -hmm. Everyone does. Potatoes and cheese in there. Mm -hmm. Ready to go? It's like a a, it's like a potato ravioli. Oh yeah, yeah, but it boo. It's like a dumpling of sorts. Put some mustard on them. I guess you could. That's how you eat pierogies. Not how you eat pierogies. I don't know. I use butter and onions. Butter, mm-hmm. yeah, good one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like gnocchi, but not. Yeah, but gnocchi. stuffed, right? Like a ravioli. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sour yes, cream, Polish ravioli. I don't. Ready to go? Yeah, what do you got? A combo category. No, it's a combo, Jim. It was a combo week. It's a combo category. Uh, part three from okay. Brad. Understood. Got it. Yeah. Okay, going to reset the clock for you and begin in three, in two, in one. They are one in the same, but could not be farther from each other, chronicled in The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. In what year was the book first published? 1878. Batman Forever, Batman Returns, yada, yada, yada. How about plain old Batman and Robin with George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell? In what year did that come out? 1992. Dick and Jane books were readers popular from the 1930s to the 60s. They were parodied, parodied in Fun with Dick and Jane, starring George Siegel and Jane Fonda in this year. 1972. Simon and Garfunkel have long since split, but they were 1960s counterculture icons of the decade's social revolution. In what year did they go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Uh... 2000. They were a power couple during the golden age of Hollywood. Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. How many seasons for I Love Lucy? Eight. What? Jim, I have your time, but I'm adding eight seconds because you said eight. 
No. No. Oh, what, no? What, 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 what? All right, I'm adding five seconds to your time. You All want right. to add one? No. Oh, boy. Let me just say, without with just the five, your time differential is less than one second. I'm only confident about one answer. Oh, boy. Well, you're playing against Catherine, and... Whether it was warranted or not, she was confident in all her answers. I could sense that in her voice. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. You ready to go? Oh, here we go. All right. Robert Louis Stevenson penned the classic Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Mm-hmm. First published in what year, Catherine said? 1885. Good oh, Come on. Jim. 1878. Off by one year. 1886. Ooh, oh, my God. Catherine. What? Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> got a brainiac here. That's why she was confident. Uh, so, Batman, there are a string of Batman movies, but Dr. Batman was George Clooney. The movie was called Batman and Robin. I don't remember. Uh, Chris O'Donnell Clo- was in it. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Uma Thurman, Alicia Silverstone. Somebody was Mr. Batgirl. Freeze, and he said, I'm uh, yeah, Batman. I remember yeah, the movie. That was, yeah, that was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh-huh. So, what year? Uh, Catherine said. 95. Jim. 92. 97. Catherine gets a point. Two nothing. You're going to kill my weekend. (laughs) Jim, they parodied. Jack has trouble with that word. Parodied. 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 Yeah. It was, we did a parody. 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 But if you did it last week, you parodied parodied. something. I've never in my life had to use that word before today. I do not like it. I do not like green eggs and ham. Dick and Jane, (laughs) on the other hand, those are books. Sure. Parodied in the movies with fun with Dick and Jane. What year did that come out? I remember seeing that. Catherine said, "Oh four, <gasps> Jim seventy two, seventy seven. Jim's on the board. <sighs> Finally, what's Catherine the score? Two to four one, one. No, two yeah. to one, two. three to, two to one, two to one. Yeah, two less to than go. a week ago. Come on, Jim. Paul Simon gave come his on, final dude. farewell concert. It was in New York a couple weeks ago. He was here in Orlando. Um, Simon and Garfunkel, come however, on, as the duo were uh, entered into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame enshrined." What year was that? Catherine said? 85. <laughs> Jim? 2000. Yeah, yeah. The answer? Somewhere in between. No. 1990. That means Catherine, Catherine is closer. It's three to one. Uh-oh. Jim, all you need watch to do is... get it on the dot. Yeah, You're watch good. this. You're golden. I love Lucy. Yeah, I... How many seasons? I have no idea. Lucille Ball, Desi Arnaz. <laughs> they were a power couple. Lucy, too. I'm home. That was the first, what, the Ba-ba-loo. multi-camera yeah. sitcom shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here we go. I love Lucy. How many and they seasons? slept in different beds. Come on, buddy. They did. Come on, buddy. You can couldn't do say it. pregnant on TV back then. You can then. do it. Come yeah, on. They were virgins. Catherine oh. said. She said they were on for six seasons. Oh. Jim said Jim said eight. Guess what? Oh. One of them is on the money. Yeah, I don't I love Lucy was on for six seasons. Oh, Catherine! No. Oh, Catherine winner! Oh. Five to one. Yes. She's going around like... Good job, Catherine. Job well done. Thanks for playing closest to the pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Pin. All right, pin. she can never play again. Make no, it no, 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 My no, mic no. on. Good job, Catherine. Sorry. You're, you're part of, a, of the small number of people. Yep. I, I turned your mic off. I thought you were going to have a meltdown. Jeez. Oh, boy. <laughs> Lindsey Graham having a meltdown. He's, he spinning. he's back. Well, no, it seemed a little calculated. Histrionic. Yeah, it, definitely. He he was. And I think that's why the Republicans wanted the ball back to be able to kind of. They had to settle things down. This is their moment where they can actually, uh, you know. Though. It's like. Campaign. Oh, we, oh, we can't ask. We're not. Uh, we're not mature enough or qualified enough uh, to ask the, uh, the the professor Ford any questions. But uh, but when Judge Kavanaugh 
is at the witness table. We got no problem at all. Now they're asking questions. And that woman they hired from Arizona just sits there with like her, a finger, lump. Like her finger in her ear. She's probably, yeah. what, what the hell? Did she, I or, wonder whether she said, what was this all about? Or maybe for her, because as a prosecutor, they're really trying, they're not trying to prosecute Brett Kavanaugh. The Republicans aren't. Maybe they only use it for a couple seg- sessions and then allow the, the senators to take over. So they could yell at the Democratic senators. And they're blaming Kavanaugh's blaming it on the Clintons. Yep. And <laughs> oh, really? He's yeah. also after yeah, yeah. Klobuchar because uh, she talked about her own family member struggling with alcoholism over many years. So when she asked Judge Kavanaugh, have you ever blacked out? He's like, no, if you. And she said, Senator, I mean, uh, Judge, I'm asking you. He, no, if you. And he keeps throwing it like it's like one of these I am rubber. You are glue kind of like a, 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 a middle school, elementary school kind of playground thing back and forth Whew, horrible very aggressive didn't you say everybody's flipping out outside outside the... there are protests on both sides of the the topic <laughs> oh boy it's most i'm telling you it's I'm telling you right now yeah. it's the best show on television mm. are you caught up with better call saul i am, I am. oh kim now maybe i went a little bit overboard but oh, yeah i thought that. something's going on with kim yes did you see agreed the... well kim She's the, I hate to hear this sounds sexist, but it's been used before. It's like uh, when Peggy Sue got married. Remember that movie? I do. Remember Peggy? I do. So it's, you know, the. The, the moral compass? No, it's uh, Peggy Sue got I married. Don't know, I and, never you know, saw the movie. That's not a bad movie. It was a good movie for its time. But, you know, there's some, it goes both mm-hmm. ways, but sometimes people like, they like to go with the bad boy. Uh, yeah. Because he's got the motorcycle, right? He's the he's the bad guy. Right. They don't want to marry him. No. They just you know just test the waters a little bit. Where am I going with this? I'm not sure. Where did I start? Kim. Yeah. Kim. <laughs> See, Kim is a qualified. I mean, confident, well, excellent corporate attorney. Yeah. Who's found her place in the in the corporate world as a lawyer. But she doesn't get off on that. She gets steam in her step thinking about the scams that she can do with Jimmy. Mm. Yeah. Something's, she's going to get involved. I just got this feeling she's going to get involved in something that's not good for Kim. Mm. I worry more about Nacho. Which one is he? He's he's the the, nephew. Well, yeah, he's the guy who's running. He's the guy that got shot all the time. Yeah, he got Mm -hmm. shot. He's the guy running the Salamanca organization who tried to kill someone and who was the guy who was in the kick cooking in the kitchen of the that restaurant? was a member family of the yeah. salamanca who now that he's in town he's nacho's boss yeah and, and nacho he, doesn't like that that looks like trouble yeah you know the guy that's happy all the time but she's you know yeah. but he's you yeah. know one of the big honchos with the drug cartel yeah that's trouble what yeah about that crazy fool that was on breaking bad tuco yeah we're he's got to show up oh Does he's he? bound to show up yes. tuco mm-hmm but Kim, you know, you're worried she, about her future. Yeah, she just you remember when she's standing there, she's smoking a cigarette, she's outside, yeah. and she's just you know, and he's going, What's wrong? What's going on? All of a sudden, yeah, I want to do this. I want to do this again. Yeah, he said, First of all, Bad we're not move, doing this Kim. again. Bad move, don't because, do it because Jimmy did say, We're not doing this again. At which point, she said she wanted to try it one more time. Well, then she might do she might try to do something on her own, oh, which would be a big mistake because she's not, not well schooled. Where are we going with this? I don't know. I don't know. But there's only two know. more episodes. That's what? It. Yeah. Thanks. Spoiler. No, that's Thanks, not Mo. Thanks. 
Oh, so you don't have to worry about blocking out the gobs of time. There's two more episodes. Anyway, whatever. Do you ever watch the previews? At no, the end of the episode, no, after no, they say Vince, no, 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 never. You know, they put Vince no. Gilliam or whatever his name is, no, up on the screen. Gilligan, Gilligan, yeah, Gilliam. Him. Vince Gilligan points. Gilliam, Gilligan. Doesn't matter. Oh, that's no, the guy I running not, for governor. No, I do not. Uh, yeah. Anyway, because then I, I don't want to. I don't want to go into another episode with an. Uh, yeah, I saw that in the previews and. Uh, okay. You. I was watching it on DVR. Don't say anything. On recording. And so I don't say anything. Happened to see Mo. the preview. Don't, come on, don't. I say just anything. said I saw the preview. <laughs> Spoiler. I alert. wasn't sure if the episode was over or if there was more. So I I go through the commercials and then I saw it again. I was like, oh, that's a preview. Well, maybe it's a preview, but it's like the previews they used. To, I don't know if they do it in the movies anymore. The coming attractions. They were doing it for a while. They would show you clips from an upcoming movie, and then you saw the movie. So, well, what happened to those clips that I saw in the coming attraction? It looked so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why'd they drop that particular scene when the car exploded? Hey. Love Spoiler that. alert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. Well, anyway. I just don't like, in movie previews, when they show something in the back end of a movie, like anywhere in the right. in, in the talent, right, because right. if you're familiar with the te- with the, the teaser and you, you're, you're waiting for it, so it kind of takes you out of the story knowing that, oh, that hasn't happened yet. Just as the world. <laughs> begins to come to an end. No, not watching. It. He died, didn't he? That great voice. That he did. Over. Yes. Yeah. He oh did. man. Anyway, oh. what else do we have? Pledge mm. of Allegiance. The story out of Texas. Kicked a kid out of school. Seventeen-year-old high school student uh, declines, refuses uh, to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. Got kicked out of school. And uh, let me just repeat: How for dare the, you exercise your First Amendment right? Five hundredth time. <laughs> Uh, that uh, the state cannot force an individual to uh, stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. This has been settled by the United States Supreme Court in a case involving Jehovah's Witnesses back in 1943, where a Jehovah's Witness said, uh, uh, it's, it's my right of free expression, uh, and Jehovah's Witnesses do not believe in pledging their allegiance to anything. Mm-hmm. including the state, including the government, including, and uh, and we will not stand. And the Supreme Court agreed that it's unconstitutional for the state, whether it's your state of Florida, the federal government, to mandate that you stand and participate in an oath of allegiance to uh, to the government or to the country. And this has been settled law for a long time. And this kid in uh, in Texas, I would imagine, will be reinstated or that school district will be facing a massive lawsuit, and they'll have to apologize. I bet a dollar, bet five dollars on that. Ooh. No deal. No deal. <laughs> I believe that. Nice try. Yeah, can't do it. You'll never get your money. So if back. anybody ever says to you, "Well, you know, well, uh, yeah, they ought to," and they ought to be forced by law to stand for the pledge of allegiance, uh, you're allowed to say, "Well, you're a dumbass." And then you just say, "Don't you remember the uh, Barnett uh, case from 1943? Barnett versus I don't care remember." But uh, Barnett versus whatever it was, and uh, and the government lost. Um, the, a, 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 a brief in piece of information about the Kavanaugh hearing. They came back from the recess. Yeah, what? First thing Kavanaugh did was apologize to Senator Amy Klobuchar for jumping in her stuff with both feet. Oh, about alcoholism? About, you know, I, I never blacked out, did you? You know, or something. And then he said, I'm sorry I did that. This is a tough process. Judicial so restraint, He's, he's huh? crumbling, yep. What do you think? Anybody want to take any uh, any any bets? 
Mm. I'm surprised you hadn't put one fourth for Mr. Pinkman yet. All right. Oh, here we go. All right, bro. All right. We'll may, have I may tomorrow. already have it on there. It will be, uh, the committee will pass, uh, will approve the nomination. The Senate Judiciary Committee will approve the nomination. It will go to the full Senate for a vote. Tomorrow? Of a full Senate vote tomorrow? No. I thought they scheduled one tomorrow. No. No, it's a Senate committee uh, vote tomorrow. Oh, the committee vote. They might have a vote by Sunday, but I'm not putting in a time frame on that, but I will say the uh, Senate will uh, reject his nomination. Oh, so he'll get out of committee, but he'll, he'll go get down out of committee and, and be rejected by the entire Senate. You don't say. I do. One dollar. One dollar. Okay, right. deal. All right. I okay. think he'll make it. He'll be a new Supreme Court justice. You think it'll be along party lines? Well, it can't no. be. No. No, there will be. Oh, no. Oh, you're saying that to, to fail. But do you think there may there... be three Republicans that turn on this? But there are some Democrats who are in heavy Republican I don't think there's areas. one Democrat that's going to vote for it to, to confirm him. Okay. Joe Manchin. Totally in. Yeah, baby. Okay. Yeah, we'll see, bro. Blake's going to turn. Corker. Corker may turn. Collins. And uh, I think the two female uh, Republican senators yeah. will turn. Yeah. I don't think. They, I think they're going to roll the dice and say, we can get beyond this. But uh, not if we approve them. What else is happening? Gosh, there's so little else in my world happening. Uh, I don't know. We all know. I know. I thought you. <laughs> she's going to Costco. I'm going to Costco. Oh, well, that's I thought you were going aisle. to. You know. Gonna... You know. This is this. This is the biggest thing. This is all you talk about is these politics and Kavanaugh. You're going to Costco to get a chicken. I got to get a Costco chicken. Mm-hmm. You gonna eat the whole chicken? No, of course Are not. You gonna get that way? You get so wound up and all I'm, this when stuff I get that home, you just eat I the whole damn chicken. I, I may have more than I would normally have. Normally, I have a leg and a wing. You sit there with a big chicken on a platter, no. and you sit in front of you, just grab it and tear it I apart. No, no. Have a knife and a fork. Nope, I don't. I try to cut it up into manageable pieces, <laughs> and I normally have a leg and a wing. Like uh, Henry VIII, you just stab it with a uh, knife and pick it up, and <laughs> it's a leg and a wing. That's all I have. A leg and a wing. A leg and a wing. Check out the cheese aisle. They've yeah, the cheese aisle is pretty good in there. Yeah. They have a cheesemonger there? They have a lot of cheese. No. Lots of choices. No cheesemonger. They give a There's lot no of lady. samples, though. They do, yeah. Mm-hmm. With a toothpick? Yes. Oh, yes. I've had my foot run over by a mobility scooter. Oh, to get really? Did you say watch it? Hey, listen, I was Grandma. Like, hey, I rule the world now, lady. This is my cheese. All right. Let me take a little break. Some people hover at those ladies, you know, at the, at the uh, offerings. At the end of the uh, at the end cap, some people hover. Now you're supposed to take one thing and move along, right? But some people they have little uh, Gino's pizzas or something. I don't know whatever it is. They they stand there. Uh, they skip lunch. <laughs> you know, I, I don't like it. I'm having free take, cheese today. Take one. Well, and the move. lines not moving fast enough. Or you just don't like the idea no, of people doubling ta- up. They take too many, and then the poor schleppers who are behind don't get anything. They run out of them. It's they, the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A woman has been pouring diluted bleach on manspreaders on the train. Now, Your Honor, I may be just a computer, but I do believe this is considered I say assault, I say. Next, a flight passenger entered the cockpit of a plane to charge his phone. Do you want to get tackled by an air marshal? This is how you get tackled by an air marshal. Finally, three Jehovah's Witnesses reportedly fled their home naked and kidnapped their neighbors. They reportedly thought the apocalypse was coming and they were trying to save their neighbors. You know these people should feel fortunate that they have such caring neighbors.
Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com. And transmission. That's right. When you're shopping for a new home, the first thing you want to do is go to the website WeAreNotTheBanks.com. Brad Siebert and his team, they're a direct lender. Mortgages made easy, and you can go through their certified home buyer program, eliminate the doubt, compete against cash offers, and you have the advantage in a multiple offer situation. So when you find your dream home, you're the one who gets it, and you make your offer stand out, and you close faster. We are not the banks.com for all your mortgage needs. If you're military, they handle VA loans. If you're self-employed, they have a special loan program for you. If you want to finance a mobile home, we are not the banks.com can help with that as well. For all your mortgage needs, the website to go to, we are not the banks.com. Phillips file for this uh, Thursday on Fridays. It's the Jim Colbert show between the hours of three and seven on Real Radio, and every Thursday at this time, take a few minutes to talk to Jim, say what he has planned for tomorrow. Here, there's a big man no-no. Let me take a guess. You made a big mistake. You forgot an anniversary or birthday. What happened? Well, if I spilled the beans here, why would anybody (laughs) listen to the most unbelievably awful story that uh, every man will be able to understand it? Let's just say that. You in the doghouse? Uh, here's the problem. Um, and I think all, again, all men will understand this. I was not in the doghouse and that made it worse. Oh, oh one of those. You might uh, yeah. 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 You say, come on, dish oh, out, the, I'm fine. Dish I'm out fine. the punishment. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Dish out the punishment. I know. And yeah, when it's like, don't worry about it. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I'm okay. You know, it's that passive aggressive thing going on. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Are yeah, you when, s- when, sleeping on the couch, you, are you? When you hear the word fine. I'm fine. Fine, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> You're screwed. Yeah. And we're not talking about sugar or, you know. Look, Sandpaper. There is, yeah, there's nothing to describe that tone uh, of the word fine coming from a discouraged uh, female companion. Yeah, it just, uh, it gets icy, you know. It's just like, woof, uh, it's iceberg time. It's like been there, done that. You know, we've all been there. It's not. You just and then you have to plan ahead. Then he, even worse, she was uh, even nicer the remainder of the day, and I knew that was vindictive. Uh, mm-hmm. But I can't say anything, Jim. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's got something planned. She's that's it's not over. She's gonna stab you yeah, while you're sleeping. It's, yeah, it's not over. You know, we the, can only hope the wheels turn. You know how those <laughs> sometimes those wheels turn. So, okay. It's like just you know, just take it out on me, you know, crucify me. I don't, what do you know, smack me, whatever with. you have to do. Let's get this over with. It's the waiting. It's the waiting that's that's Let's see. It's the, the hardest, hardest part. part. Yeah, You're just waiting for the, mm-hmm. for payback time. Oh. Man, I'm so absolutely glad I shared and called you guys. This <laughs> 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 has been remarkably uplifting for me as I thought it kind of the show. You better but, sleep with one eye open. That's what my suggestion is. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for reminding me that there's a looming omen of death that is hovering over me at all times. Death. just waiting to unleash. Oh, yeah. And it could come at any time. It could That's be true. tonight or it could be three months from now. But it, yeah. When you least there, expect it. There will be payback. There's no question well, about it. Even worse, this is one of those things that gives power to this move that women have. When you know that you've done something so egregious mm-hmm. that it is like almost unforgivable, so now in the future, if I do something 
and she questions it, just the raise of an eyebrow lets me know that's what she's thinking of. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've gotten that before. I yeah. Mean, you yeah. Know, it's it like, right. you know, my wife puts up with a lot. I mean, you know, and, uh, and you'd have to with me. Uh, but every once in a while, you know, if, you know, there's a real bonehead move on my part. And you get that look. It's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, this is not funny. You know, usually I can, I can funny my way out of stuff, but every once in a while, you know, I do something and I get that, Uh-oh. this is not funny at all. The perfect example is when I told her that I chewed tobacco for the first time and kind of liked it. Oh boy. Oh, 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 oh. It was like, okay, we're not going to be doing that again. Hey, <laughs> hey, Jimmy, is this worse than the time you almost killed her on a snowmobile? Well, again, Jack, thanks again for... Uh... <laughs> Thank you, Jack. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, so I'm not calling anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let me move on and to... Yes, Go ahead. I would have taken 16 snowmobile wrecks. Oh, my. Yeah, I remember that one. Did you mention in your promo something about flu season? Do you get a flu shot? Uh, I have... You know what? Here's the thing. If my wife gets in my face and says, go get your flu shot, here's your appointment, I will go down there, right. and I'll get my flu shot like a good boy. But if it was up to me, I would probably, like, grit it and say, well, it ain't going to get me this year. But um, So the thing that we wanted to do this segment for is because there's so many crazy myths about getting a flu shot and who, when you get it and why you get it and you know, what does it give you the flu when you get it. You know, we, we're just going to answer all those questions. Uh, the gentleman coming in runs and is the medical director of the 20 Centric Cares here in Central Florida that most people will visit to go get their flu shot. So he's going to give you some recommendations of what you should look forward to this season. Yeah, I think the Centers for Disease Control uh, announced yesterday, the day before, that last year there were 80,000 deaths in the United States from, from the flu, which was wow. like a four- or five-fold increase over the previous year. That's a significant number of people dying from the flu. And I think if you remember, the end of last year, it always happens. They get that one strain where yeah, it's yeah. very difficult to knock out, and it was just kind of really a little bit more intense. So, again, we'll get some good, solid information from a credible source tomorrow to kind of help you guys guide your way toward uh, getting ready for the season. All right, buddy. We'll be listening. Have a good show tomorrow. You're the man. Thank you. You got it. Jim Colbert Show tomorrow between 3 and 7 on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Kelly the Shaman today, taking care of some personal business. Can't get your chi flowing today. Well, your chi ought to be flowing. Oh, yeah. Just on general uh, principles. Unless you live in, like, really cold weather, then it kind of thickens and it doesn't flow. Yeah, like Earl. Who? Oil. Oh, or oh. engine compartment. I got to see what kind of weather I'm dealing with in Toronto next week. Somebody posted something about winter air, summer air. Better the other... take a jacket with you. Oh, that's right. They got better. At least yeah, it one. could be autumn. You could have very nice sweater weather. Mm-hmm. Wetter weather. Sweater weather. Somebody Some posted weather. what, Mo? Somebody posted something the other day about winter air, summer air. <laughs> they found a story on winter air, summer air, and they said, oh, I couldn't resist more. I had to just. Uh, blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, yeah. I, I remember winter air, summer air. I, I, I think I'll go to my grave remembering winter air, summer air. Mm-hmm. You got me good on that one. Yeah, they laughed at me at the Audi place. <laughs> of course they would. They called people over. What did you ask? Hey, get a load of this broad. Yeah, while I'm here for my oil change, could you change out the tires for winter air, summer air? Yeah. 
Get that summer air, summer air out of those tires. Put, put some winter, winter air in. Winter air in. Yes, ma'am. We'll get right to it. No, they said, hold on just a moment. And they called over all the mechanics. I'll be right back like with you. Joke. Big hey, joke. See me in the conference room. Let me, I'm going to tell I got you a story. Girl, I got some dame here. Yeah. All right, time for So You Want to Win It. <laughs> so You Want to Win It is three rounds. Brad's True False, followed by Brad's In the News. If you make it that far, if you ran, make it to round three, it's Brad's Who Said That. It's a quotation, the multiple choice, picking the person who actually made the quote, what are some of the prizes, Mr. Pinkman? We've got a pair of VIP tickets to the DeLand Bacon and Brew Fest going on this Bacon. Saturday. I know, right? <laughs> that sounds like a good time. Mm-hmm. Even a reducitarian can get into bacon. Oh, yeah, bro. Uh, I also have a pair of tickets to Classic Albums Live, The Beatles' Help at Hard Rock Live, Friday, October 5th. Nice. RealRadio.fm keyword concerts for more info. Pair of tickets to Father John Misty at the Hard Rock Live this Saturday as well. And a pair of tickets to a Petrified Forest out in Altamont Springs. More info on that at a petrifiedforest.com. There you go. All right. Oh, Let's get dude. to some of our contestants. Mark, are you ready to play? I sure am. All right, Mark, true or false? Federal lawyers say 10,000 to 30,000 gallons are leaking daily into the gulf from wells around a drilling platform toppled by 2004's Hurricane Ivan. Is that true or false? I'll say false. All right, wait a minute. i got to find the right... Where does that thing go? Wait a minute. That's your final That's answer? That's your final answer? Yes. Want to think about it? Mm. I'll, uh, I'll stick with false. Got lifelines if you want it. Ah. Got two lifelines, Pinkman and Jack. Ah, I, I got... I got the 50-50, so... Go for false? it. Yeah, nice I game. like it. I like That's it. your final answer? I like it. No, I'm sorry. No. It's true. I gave you a, dude, I gave you a shot. I gave you a chance. You did two chances. Lines are open if you want to be a contestant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be a winner, or you can be a loser. I hate being a lifeline. It's up to you. What? There's Too much pressure stress? on it. Too much stress? Yeah, well, you got to pay attention. He's sweating. He was crying during the break a little oh. bit. You have to listen to the questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough sometimes. Wow. It's like I'm trying to watch TV here. I know you are. It's the score of the Yankees game. Uh, not uh. playing now, however, they took another short recess <laughs> in this uh, Kavanaugh. Well, Maybe they they're... have to go back and confer with one another. You think this is working? You think this, what do you want to yeah. do next? Who's going to ask the next question? Hi, Wait, remember what? we decided to, to hire that uh, prosecutor, and then we decided, Wait, no, we don't need her anymore. Yeah, now they all want to hog the mic now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lindsey Graham having a conniption. He did. He did. Give him some nicotine or something. Get him settled down. Here is uh, Joe. Ready to play, Joe? Yes, sir. Here we go, buddy. True or false? 54% of children in Washington, D.C. live in single-parent families the most in the USA. Is that true or false? Uh, true. Go true. Okay. Oh, that's your final answer. Yeah, good job. That's yeah. true. Round two, you have lifelines. Don't forget that. Here's Mo. All right. The wait is over. Oh, this is Brad's in the news. I should tell you that first. Brad's in the news. Stories are ripped from the headlines. And here's your question. The wait is over. With the whole world watching, an American staple is trimming down its name and going for a major makeover. Enlisting actor Kevin Smith and music star DJ Khaled. Khaled. As ambassadors, they are banking on less is more. Oh, I get it. What company is in the news? Uh, Lifeline? Is it Dunkin'? Dunkin' Donuts going down to Dunkin'? That's a good guess. Yeah, but not probably. I'm not feeling. That didn't fit all the clues. 
All right, sorry, I was on the phone. What are the clues? Oh, come on. <laughs> he was, you know, he's right. multitasking. All right, I'll read you know, one you more. You could be a no, lifeline. he's not multitasking. If he was oh, multitasking, <laughs> he would have been point. able to hear he the question and attention. be on the phone. Uh, that, that's I'm, a very good point. He was single-tasking. Unitasking, we All call right, it. let me try one more time for you. Let me give it to you one more Listen time, up, baby. Pinkman. Here we go. The wait is over with the whole world watching. An American staple is trimming down its name and going for oh, a major I makeover. Got it. It's WW. Wait Watchers. Watchers. That's your final answer? Yeah. It is. They're trimming to just the, W, W. The wait is Okay, hey, Joey, here we go. Brad's who said that. Here's the quote. Pick the person who made the quote. You have here lifelines on this. Quote, here is land tranquil in its quiet beauty, serving not as the source of water, but as the last receiver of it. Who said that? President Harry Truman, Carl Hyacin, the great novelist and columnist from South Florida, or Henry David Thoreau. I'll give you the quote one more time. Here is land tranquil in its quiet beauty, serving not as the source of water, but as the last receiver of it. Harry Truman, Carl Hyacin, Henry David Thoreau. You have lifelines if you want them. I'm thinking Truman, guys, but what do you think? Lifeline. I really think uh, Thoreau is, I think, the obvious, because it's a little more poetic. Harry Truman was a, you know, a statesman, but a politician, You'd Carl Hyacin, the Florida novelist, newspaper columnist, but it, it's a little too flowery for me, and I would go with Thoreau. Same. Both are going with Thoreau. Harry Truman, Carl Hyacin, Henry David Thoreau. Got Thoreau. Final answer. That's your final answer. Oh, come on, come on. No, it was Harry it was Truman. Truman. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I can see why you don't like to be a lifeline. It's, I mean, it's, it's a no-win situation. Now you know how it feels, you know, closest to the pin. What are you talking about, closest to the pin? You just get beat up. you get like, oh, geez, I should have known that. Geez, I didn't oh, have the right answer. That, I'm a loser. That game is spoon-fed for you. Oh, my God almighty. I'm a genius. Every once in a while, it doesn't work out. <laughs> have a little speed bump every now and again. You've had a rough couple of weeks. Now my back. <laughs> now your back hurts? Yeah, I did some. It's that damn Tai Chi. Maybe you should stop that. I only did it once. Oh. <laughs> That's the problem. See, you, you got to do it you over and over. I only did one move. You, uh, how you was, did one... was it this one? Yeah, it's the, you know, it's for, yeah, know it's for old folks. You it's know? like a slow motion it's, you know, punch. It's like, exactly. Yeah. It's like a ballet. It's like a karate. It's martial arts without hurting anybody. But it's super slow. Super slow. It's, good for, it's supposed to be good for your balance and this and, and that. Your whatever. Core. I yeah. used to do it years ago. And got fairly proficient. I said, I had to start doing that again. And I did the first move and I, oh, God, my there goes back. Catherine! I, I, I need some ice I in couldn't here. move. <laughs> Better just stick with meditation. Oh, boy. <laughs> Maybe you can meditate See, your pain away. It's easier move. on the body. Yeah, sure. That was a good idea. Heather, are you ready to play? I am. Here we go, Heather. True or false? Pickleball was first developed in Newport, Rhode Island, following the. Following a sailboat regatta, let me do that again. True or false? Pickleball, the game of pickleball, was first developed in Newport, Rhode Island, following a sailboat regatta. Oh, I'm going to say false. False, you say, okay. That's your final answer? That's your final yeah. answer? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, round two, good job. Right, Here we good. Go. Why is that false? What? No, well, the people that created it were somebody playing golf. Out yeah. in Washington State. So Thank you. It wasn't but, somebody in New Rhode Island after a regatta. But how would anyone know that unless you know that? See, it, you can't deduce that no that's unless false. you know it. Well, listen. All right, Brad. Come on, Brad. You should do you better You have than no that. idea what you're doing, Brad. That's what Jack says. That, that is correct. <laughs> that is what I say, Brad. Well, this next one is a good one. I like it. 
It's Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. And this is your question. It's actually a common bond. Ooh. Severe cramping, vomiting, and dehydration. Severe cramping, vomiting, dehydration. What do these three symptoms have in common? Yep. Here we go. Uh, Got any ideas? I'm going to need a lifeline. Yeah, use your lifeline. Yeah, Pinkman. Mm -hmm. Uh, What? Severe cramping, Cramping, vomiting, vomiting, dehydration. Dysentery. Not dysentery. I've never heard this one before. I mean, I've heard, but I don't don't know if I buy it. I don't think so either. I thought the same thing. Yeah, you know. I know. Well, you've never heard it. You both don't buy it. Um, I'm going to say it's a throw-out question. I'm a teacher. You throw those away. Oh, look at you. Let's say it's symptoms of... Um, symptoms of something. I don't know. What's in the news? Well, if it's Smoking something in the news, marijuana. weed is the the you know That's the big topic. There you go. There you go. What? got it. It's, it's side nice. effects. It's side effects <laughs> of increased marijuana use. That's baloney. It's called cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome. Yeah. It's not just weed that's sprayed with paraquat. No, I thought that was nonsense, but what do I know? I had some of that one time. Mm -hmm. They thought that would be a great idea if people stop smoking weed if they know that they sprayed uh, uh, marijuana crops Mm -hmm. with uh, that insecticide or whatever the hell it was. They didn't stop anybody. No, No. not today, bro. Here we go, Heather. Brad, who said that? Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Quote, the rights of man come not from the generosity of the state, from the hand of God. Who said that? Aristotle, Osama bin Laden, or John Kennedy? The rights of man come not from the generosity of the state, but from the hand of God. Aristotle, Osama bin Laden, Pui, or John Kennedy? Interesting. Uh, I like his panel. <laughs> lifelines, if you want them. I'm thinking Aristotle, but I will need a lifeline. I right. was thinking Aristotle as well, Heather. I was thinking John Kennedy. Sign Got a split here. decision, sign Heather. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a clue. It's not Osama bin Laden. Woo-hoo. So oh it boy. comes down to excuse Screw me, Aristotle or John Kennedy. Oh, and Kennedy was religious. Um, he was a Catholic. We know that. I don't know how religious he was. True. Yeah, I'm, um, <laughs> I'm still going to go Aristotle. Yeah, we're going oh, down going, with Aristotle. Going Aristotle. I'm with you, answer. Heather. That's your final answer? Yes. I'm oh. sorry. Oh. I know. Sign John here. Kennedy. Sign here. Yeah. 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 Grab a line for So You Want a Winner. We'll continue on Real Radio 104.1. And now back to the greatest game show ever. Come on. My NyQuil and ecstasy is wearing off. So You Want a Winner. Yeah, let's get this going. Here is uh, Addison ready to play Addison. Oh, yeah. All right, buddy. Here we go. We're very confident. I like that. Here we go. True or false. Remember your lifelines if you want them. True or false. Access Hollywood reported that Jerry's take on Seinfeld reruns has amounted to about $40 million so far. Is that true or false? Hmm. I want to say it's true. Oh, let's check out what the lifelines Lifelines. Once again, Access Hollywood reported. That Jerry's take on Seinfeld reruns has amounted to about $40 million so far. If this is not true, I'm going to have another big problem with Brad. Now that I'm paying attention to his work on True False. Although I feel like if it's false, it would be because he's made more money. Like $140 million. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I thought you were thinking true. Well, he's changed his mind. mind. What do you want to do, true or false? Uh, Let's go with, uh, let's say true. 
Let's say false. I think it's more. That's your final answer? Yeah, it's way $400 million. Dollars. Way, way, way more. $400 million. Say, okay. From repeats. Wow. Yeah. All right, good for you there, million. Addison. Moving on to round two. Okay. Here's Mo. Here we go. All That's right, Addison. stupid. That's just stupid Addison. money. Yeah, screw you, Jerry. <laughs> Hello, Jerry. All right, Hello, listen. Uh, Brad's in the news is your next category. These are stories ripped from the headlines. And, you know, most Americans perceive Canadians as a kinder, gentler nation. I get that, but there are envious invaders, ornerier and angrier than their southern cousins, showing up along the coast of Maine. They are growing in numbers, and what kind of tight ass, and that's tight, is wreaking havoc with the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, what is it? Well, I'll let Addison. Addison, you have uh, ideas? I use a lifeline if you want. Yeah, let's get a lifeline, because I literally have no idea. Is it crabs? Yeah, crabs, bro. Mm-hmm. That's your final answer. Yeah, and that's You're correct. Crabs. That's yeah, right. It's, it's green, not just any crab, green crab. Yeah. Oh, green crab, oh, yeah. what the heck is that? Sorry. They're, They're wreaking like havoc. Weed. They're wreaking havoc, Pinkman. Tighter than a crab's ass, and, and that's, that's airtight. Oh, air no. There, there echo, we go. Uh, you're moving on to Brad's who said that. Here's the quote. You tell me who said it. It Quote, it's like the only qualification for this job is to be a hot mess. Now, who said that? Scott Maxwell, the great columnist for the Orlando Sentinel, Gilbert Gottlieb, or Amy Schumer. Does he mean Gottfried? Yes. Well, maybe there's a Gottlieb. I no, don't know. there's not. It's like the... You sure? Yes. There's no Gilbert Gottlieb on the well, entire somewhere, planet. Well, <laughs> of course, there is on the planet, but I'm Gilbert sure he means Gilbert Gottfried. Gottfried. All right, well, go with Gilbert uh, Gottfried. It's like the only qualification for this job is to be a hot mess. Scott Maxwell, Gilbert Gottfried, or Amy Schumer? <laughs> um, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like that's a very Maxwell. I agree. Quote. That's your final answer. Yeah, baby. Good job. Oh, I got one right. In Brad's defense, Gilbert Gottlieb was an American psychologist. Yeah, but that's not who he meant. You don't know. Yeah, I do. You're not Brad. I am. I'm mind melding with him. I I do know. know He meant Gottfried. Mm -hmm. We'll see. No, seriously. It sounded like (laughs) close to a Jewish last name. He said Gottlieb, Gottfried. Same thing. I'm going to get an email from him tonight. He meant Gilbert Gottfried. You're welcome, Brad. It's okay. If he says Gottlieb. After you all, apologize to Brad? Yeah. Of course. The he, F and the L. Gottlieb. The F and the L are right next to each other on the keyboard. <sighs> I was no, going to get not. a chicken from Costco <laughs> after she leaves work. What are the chances she breaks off a leg and eats it on the way home? Oh, I'd say 100%. Who wouldn't? Right. It's like picking up a pizza, right? Starving. You can have a slice on the way home? No. Is no. that a rule? No. No, you're allowed. It's messy. It is messy. I don't have any napkins in there. I don't have any car napkins. You need oh, car you're going napkins. home, so what if you're a mess? I don't mess? have any car napkins. Get home, you got a couple of drips of you yeah, know, oil on shirt. you. Yeah, mm-mm. Grease. That is good, though. That skin's crispy. Mm-mm-mm. And Costco chicken, that's a big-ass chicken. It's not a teeny little that's head. It's a big-ass chicken. It's a big-ass chicken. It's for five bucks or whatever. Yeah, it's good. Jack, back me up on this. Costco chicken, big Big-ass chi- chicken. Thank you. Jack knows. How many pounds? It's a lot. It's easily three pounds. It's an absolute unit. Eat the whole thing? No. I, no. I told right. you, I have a leg and a wing. That's enough. Stick a big knife in it like Henry VIII and just gnaw on it? No. Normally, my husband carves it up into manageable pieces, but now I'm in charge of that. So I'm going to take off a leg and a wing. Hey, Beth, you ready to play? Yes, and I when I heard you say you were doing Tai Chi, I thought you were saying that Catherine had tied you up in sheets. 
No, not tied sheets. Yeah, tied sheets. Yeah, oh, tie dye sheets. Jim's doing tied sheets. No. <laughs> yeah. You okay. know, like Willie Nelson got tied up in sheets. What are you what? talking about? Oh, yeah, you know. When he was in the rows. Yep. You got that right. <laughs> All right, Beth, true or false? What the hell? Bill Cosby was served a vanilla pudding as part of his first meal at the onset of his incarceration. Is that true or false? False. False? Well, that was great. That's your final answer. Yeah, you're right. False. She knows some stuff, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is that true, the story about that he fell down and threw, threw, threw hot know. dog buns at no, him? No, hot dog that. buns. Yes, no, yes. Who said that? Yahoo I news. can't find it I anywhere. Know, just... I Google Bill Cosby hot dog bun. <laughs> okay. Here's Mo, careful. Beth. Good luck. Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. I'm still trying to get my arms around this story. Feels like a Madonna concert. MDMA, a.k.a. Molly or Ecstasy, commonly makes humans feel very happy, extroverted, and particularly interested in physical touch. A group of scientists wondered what effect it would have on other intelligent species, so they tried it on some unknowing suckers. Who were they or what were they? Octopus. That's your final answer? See? Beth yes. is on fire. Smart lady. You must have been listening to NPR some. All right, here we go. Uh, Beth, here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Quote. This he, is where I'll screw it up. <laughs> here we go, okay. Beth. Here's the quote. And don't quote me on it. Quote. He sent me a whole wall of vibrators. Who said that? James Franco, Moira, or Madeline Kahn? He sent me a whole wall of vibrators. <laughs> well, who sent them? To who? I don't know, well, Beth. You have to figure I have that no out idea. on your own, I'm just coming up with the quote, you know? <laughs> I, I don't know. James Franco, Mo, or Madeline Kahn, the great, late, late great Madeline right. Kahn. Oh, is she dead? Oh, she died a long oh, time long, ago. Long ago. Yeah. So somebody sent these people. It's vibrate. just a quote, Beth. It's all it is. It's just a, it's just a, it's just a quote. <laughs> oh, you're making him crazy over here. <laughs> all right. Somebody said on. he sent me a whole wall of vibrators. Did James Franco say that? Did Mo say that? Or Madeline Kahn. Remember Madeline Kahn from Young Frankenstein? Yeah, yeah, Blazing yeah. Saddles? He was my boyfriend. No, that was, uh, oh, what's that your was name? Oh, that was Cloris Leach. Yeah. yeah, sorry. All right, Pinky Jack, come on, yo. Yeah, Madeline Kahn said, not the lips, not the lips. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm going to go with James Franco. James Franco says, Mr. Pinkman. Uh-huh. Jack, what do you think? Um, I think it was Mr. Pinkman who said it. He ain't in there. Oh, no, my bad. Not. James Franco, Mo, or Madeline Kahn? Mo he said he sent me a whole wall of vibrators. Moira said it. All right, split decision. What do you want to do there, Beth? Go with Pinkman. Okay. Oh, boy. What would you say? <laughs> James Franco. Said James Frank. That's your final answer? Yeah. No, sorry. It was Mo. It was me. Sorry, Beth. <laughs> oh, Mo, did you remember? Of course. Yeah, you, Who sent you a wall of vibrators? My husband oh. sent me a picture of a whole oh, wall of vibrators. Oh, a picture. He kept saying, what do you want? And he sent me all these pictures. If you're on the line for uh, So You Want to Win, hang in there. We'll get to you in a bit. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. A prison inmate from Tennessee has pleaded not guilty after being accused of escaping from prison and then attempting to sneak back in. Since when did prison become like Friday nights during high school? Next, the Canadian military has okayed beards as long as they're not hipster style. More like Dudley do nothing am I right? 
I'll save you now maybe after I'm done drinking these craft beers and eating artisanal cheeses. Finally, some smash and grab thieves in Colorado broke into a pot shop but only got away with oregano because of course these shops don't leave the real stuff out. These idiots got the same treatment a first time pot buyer in high school gets. Headlines were brought to you by iHeartRadio. Whether you say Alexa or OK Google, you should always say Play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Orlando City journeys to Texas to take on FC Dallas Saturday, October 6th. Coverage begins at 7.30 p.m. on Real Radio 104.1 and iHeartRadio. And now back to the greatest game show ever. Do you want to win the hokiest, cornballiest, plastic gifts that break when you look at them? Yeah, so you want to win them. Back to So You Want to Win No Eddie the Shaman today. Here's Kathy, who's been waiting on the hold since yesterday. Hey, Kathy, I'm going to picture some softballs here because you've been waiting for so long. Don't screw this up. True or false, Kathy, the oldest known animal in the geological record has been identified in a discovery that scientists are calling the Holy Grail of Paleontology. It's the curious case of the Dickinsonia. Is that true or false? Um, can I use a lifeline? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. I, Lifelines for Kathy. I, it doesn't sound real, does it? <laughs> what's, the the case, it huh? uh, what's the name it of it again? It's the curious case of the Dickinsonia. It's the holy grail of yeah. paleontology. I'm going uh, false on that. Same. Going false. They're <laughs> yeah. going false. All right, I'll agree with them. Kathy, you don't. You don't have to. You know, you don't have to agree with them. Um. Okay, then. True. That's your final answer. Oh boy, look at that. Yeah, yeah. good for you, Kathy. It was true. 558 million years ago, the wow. Dickinsonia. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it says. Not Round really two, smart, Kathy. Good luck. Kathy, Hang in here. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Your next question is from Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines, and it's a common bond: Green Bay, Eau Claire, and Appleton. What do these three Wisconsin cities have in common? We had it. Green Bay. Wisconsin, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and Appleton, Wisconsin. What oh, do they have in common? They, they like drinking. No, they do. They, 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 I they really drink think it so that's much. Your final answer. Yeah, you got it. They are the drunkest cities yeah. in America. Yep. Oh uh, yeah. All right, Kathy. Here we go. This is for the win. Hold on. You find the sheet. Here we go. Uh, here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Quote: We just need to get it done. Now, who said that? Hugh Jackson, the coach of the Cleveland Browns, James O'Connor, the coach of uh, Orlando City, or Paul Ryan, the Speaker of the House? We just need to get it done. Hugh Jackson, James O'Connor, Paul Ryan. Use your um, lifeline. I, I, I want to say it's Hugh Jackson, but can I have a lifeline, please? What would you say, Kathy? Hugh Jackson. That's your final answer. Yeah, yeah, you don't need one. Yeah, you don't yeah, need us. That's all you need. Yeah. You got it, Kathy. Good job. Yeah. Wow. She knew some stuff. She did know some mm-hmm. stuff. She knew some things also. You yeah, she knew right. things and stuff. What? Smart lady. Eau Claire, Wisconsin. That just sounds like... That's some cold. What do you do there? Drink. Nothing. Apparently, drink is right. Yeah. Appleton. Yeah, that sounds lovely, but I don't know no, what you no, do there. That's Jamaican rum. Yeah, it's not nearly as nice as Orange. Too. Appleton Estates. Yeah, Appleton, Wisconsin. Oh. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. Break right. out of the ice and you can cold, come cold. in April. They tell you. Oh, it's mighty cold up there. Oh, I don't sure want to go is. to Canada. You should well, quit. You're going to Montreal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's a great city. Yeah. What do you know? 
What do I know what? Have you ever been there? Yes. Been to Canada several times. Quebec City and Montreal. Haven't been to Toronto or Calgary. Uh, I'm, Is that a city or province? I'm doing a little... In Alberta. I'm doing a little research for my trip to Canada, so I'm prepared, and I'm going to watch two Florida teams play hockey tonight. <laughs> That's just silly. The Tampa Bay Lightning are Montreal's, taking on the Florida uh, what, Panthers here. Cosmopolitan city. Bone up on your French a little. Oh, wee wee. I'm telling you. <laughs> Baguette. Oh, that's a good one. Baguette. Yeah. You should know that. French fry. Eiffel Art- Tower. <laughs> no, that's the wrong. Mm-mm. Well, Artisanal cheese. I'm, I'm taking my daughter, and she's the one who took French in high school, so hopefully some of that still is you know, um, in there. Uh, yeah, no. Right, Damn I it. Look at something here. Okay, nope. here we go. Here's Brian. Ready to play, Brian? Absolutely. All right, buddy. Here we go. True or false. Buffalo, New York. As 167 days a year with precipitation, the most of any city in the USA. The most of any city in the USA. Well, you got to think of snow, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's go with Drew. Want to use a lifeline? I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just well, saying, do you want to use a lifeline? Well, let's go ahead and use that lifeline. What do you think, guys? Oh yeah, um, uh, Buffalo, true. New York has yeah, yeah, 167 yeah. days a year with uh, with precipitation, the most of any city in the USA. True, bro. Yeah, Lake no effects. doubt about it. Lake effects, no. We're agreeing with you. That's yeah. your final answer. Yes, sir. Yeah. Who would have thought? Las Vegas, the fewest, with 26 inches of rain or uh, whatever losers. per year. Round two. Here's Mo. Oh, okay. Hang on. My eight, uh, there oh, we go. You got it. Uh, Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. Yours is Dateline, Boston. A Japanese doctor was just recognized with uh, some kind of Nobel Prize. Akira Horiuchi, the head of the Digestive Disease Center, was sitting around pondering how to probe into honing his profession. Using himself as a test subject, he perfected his technique and everything came out okay. Can't wait for YouTube University video so we DIYers can take part. What's his thing? Ooh. I'm thinking proctology. Yeah, you're so close. You're You're in the neighborhood, sir. Uh, Lifeline. I'm going to go with an at-home colonoscopy. That's your final answer? There you go. It was a self-administered colonoscopy that he did from the sitting position. I've talked about this for years. (laughs) I said the guy who comes up with this idea is going to make a million. And he won the Nobel Prize. Yeah, Sukiyaki. Or maybe he didn't. Here we go. Brad's who said that. (laughs) Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. It's the hard that makes it great. Now, who said that? Tom Watson, Tom Brady, Tom Hanks. I'm thinking Tom Watson, uh, but let me go ahead and have my lifeline shine. If it wasn't that hard, everyone would do it. It's the hard that makes it great. Yeah, uh, Tom Brady doesn't say enough words at one time to to say that. Uh, Tom (laughs) Hanks doesn't sound like it. I like it. I I think golfer Tom Watson. I'm going to go with... Tom Hanks. Got a split decision. Oh, the Hanks Tom Watson, Tom Brady, Tom Hanks. Typewriter guy. Uh, I'm going to go with Tom Watson. Tom yeah, Watson. Come on, baby. That's your final answer? Yes, sir. Uh, oh. Sorry, Tom Hanks. Son of a bitch. Pinkman's good at this game. You guys should pick him more. Oh, uh, yeah. We go to uh, Chuck. Ready to play, Chuck? There's no context there. Come on, Brad. Chuck, here we go. True or false? The United Nations says excessive drinking killed over 13 million people in 2016. Is that true or false? UN says excessive drinking killed over 13 million people on the planet in 2016. Wow. Wow. 
That sounds like a high number. What are the lifeline things? Yeah, what do they think? I think that sounds like a high number is right. But do you think it's right? Yeah. What does Pinkman think? He's Mr. Right. False. You say false? Yes. <laughs> what do you think, Jack? False. I say false. Yeah. Everybody says false. 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 Hey, right, it's false. Yeah. It's about three million. Yeah. Right. Wow. Here's Mo. All righty, Brad's in the news. Here we go. Moving on to round number two. Yours is a common bond. Misogyny, the FBI, and Russia. What do these three things have in common? Misogyny, Oofa. the FBI, and <laughs> Russia. Uh, yeah, uh, no clue. Um, no clue. Yeah, you what do you think? Donald Trump. Number one Googled word. <laughs> okay. Close. Sort of, kind of. Uh, uh, okay. Hillary used those words the most in her speeches or something or another. Mm. She says them a lot. Like, those are her top uh, three words. No, those are, that's who she blames for not winning the election. Whoa. Okay. Okay, let's go with her. All right, hold on a minute. Wait a minute. I just lost my... Who Hillary blames. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got those it. Those right. are the top yeah. reasons Hillary says for her loss in 2016. Also, sexism in the NRA. Brands, who said that? Who said this? Quote, we are in no rush, we are in no hurry. Who said that? Steve Clifford, who's the coach of the Orlando Magic, Donald Trump, or Haley Baldwin? We are in no rush, we are in no hurry. Steve Clifford, Donald Trump, Haley Baldwin. Oh, uh, seems like I heard Trump say that recently. That's your final answer. That's all you had to say. Good job there. Let's move on to, is that good old Bill, Bill? Yep. Good All right. Bill. Hey, Bill, how you doing? I was doing great. All right, how Bill. about you? I'm doing fine. Here we go, Bill. True or false? Donald Trump once hired a speech coach because he wanted to sound more presidential, like Ronald Reagan. Is that true or false, Bill? Holy crap. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it might be true. Hey, can I give a lifeline? Sure. I got two of them for you. It, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, let's go true on this one. Uh, what do you think, Pinky? False. I'm going true. I'm going to split decision, Bill. Oh, he says false, and he hasn't been wrong yet. One says true, one says false. What do you want to do, Bill? I don't think we all know. I'll go false. Going to go false. That's your final answer. Good choice, Bill. Round two for you. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, again, yours is a common bond on Brad's in the news. It's here are the three things. What are these three? Oh, but there's the three states aren't there. Okay, then right. let's go to another Thanks. one. Yeah, uh, but you could read them on the bottom. Uh, no, that's oh, that's a different. Okay, what do these have in common? West Virginia, yeah. Arkansas, and Louisiana. I see. West okay. Virginia, Arkansas, and I have to change the. End, but yeah, it's fine. West Virginia, Arkansas, and Louisiana. What do these three states have in common? The river. No. Use your lifeline, Bill. Okay. Uh. Um. West Virginia, uh, Mount Mama. Mama. Oh, boy. Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas. Yeah. And they all have songs written after them. Arkansas does? Uh, yeah. Sure. I'm somewhere. All right. She's a fine old gal that, that with, Arkansas. Uh, sports? Come on, guys. Put no. some effort into it. Oh, oh, no, oh, oh, you put effort into it, Bill. <laughs> I, 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 so I, I called you out. Called you out. We're done. No, we're, we're done with done. this game. We're never done with Bill. Come on. All right, Bill. Um... West Virginia, Arkansas, what was, what was the question again? What do they have in common? West Virginia, Arkansas, and Louisiana, what do these three states have in common? Oh, Are they southern states? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah, well, no, we know they're southern else? states, but no. 
Oh, um, wait, didn't they just do that list recently? The happy places? Happy That's your final answer. Happy, happy to live. Yeah. They're opposite. They're the unhappiest states in the union. We Good job, close. Bill. You called yeah. them out. They worked yeah. on it and came up with the they, right answer. They were on the list, just at the bottom. At the bottom <laughs> of the list. All right, Bill, here we go. Here's a quote. Tell me who said a quote. I like D better on my way to work. I beg your pardon? Moira. Savannah Bone, Moe, yeah. or Sharon Osbourne? <laughs> you got my lifeline advice. You like D on my way to work. I yeah. like D better on my way to work. What do you think? What is, no, I don't know. Savannah, Moe, or Sharon Osbourne? Oh, my God. All right. Hey, you guys. Yeah. What do you think? Moira, I'm, Bill, I'm going to go with Savannah, quite frankly. Nice I think decision. that's a better choice. Yeah, Savannah, Moe, or Sharon Osbourne. I'll give you a clue there, Bill. It's not Sharon Osbourne. Uh-huh. So well, maybe it, it was Savannah. Da- comes down between Savannah I, or Moe. I know I heard it on real radio. <laughs> I listen to real radio from 6 a.m. to when you guys get off. We love you, Bill. Uh-huh. What do you think, hey. Savannah or Moe? Come on, Bill. Oh, man. Oh, I'm running out of now, time. You know what? I'm, I'm saying- going to say Mo. You're going to so- say... All right, yeah, here we go. I, I, I'm That's wrong a lot. Answer. That's your Mo. final answer? Yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. Good job there, Bill. I have no idea what that was in reference. I'd love to hear from It was Bill. like two days ago. What did I say? Yeah. I don't know, but we, we, we all laughed. Yeah, and we wrote it down and said, hey, we need to grab that. Oh, God. But we we never do. The audio. What do you got? One more, Scott? Is that ready? Uh, 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 I don't oh, know. Yeah, Scott. All right, Scott, here we go. Your last uh, to play. Now, um, just uh, follow my lead, all right? Oh, boy. All right. All right, here we go, buddy. Do we even have prizes left? Uh, we... You play all for right. the glory. The glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott, true or false, 66% of, of, of Americans say students graduating high school are not prepared with the experiences necessary to, to succeed in their careers. Let me try that again without tripping over my own tongue. 66% of Americans say students graduating high school are not prepared with the experiences necessary to succeed in their careers. Is that true or false? I think that's true. Like your final answer. You don't need a last hey, one. That's right. true. Here you go. Round two. Okay. I don't know what to do with this. Cause nah, I... Just dude, take another one. All right. Even if, if it's uh, a repeat. It's, yeah. Um... You have a common bond. Here we go. Severe cramping, vomiting, and dehydration. <laughs> what? Yeah. <sighs> um, uh, effects of weed. Yeah, effects oh, of see, weed. Oh, yeah. that's ridiculous, sir. He, sir, that's absolutely right. good for you. Here we go. Here's the... <laughs> back uh, to the top of the pile. Brad's who said that. Here we go. Quote, it's time to embark upon a magical journey. Who said that? J.K. Rowling, Walt Disney, Alex Trebek. It's time to embark upon a magical journey. J.K. Rowling of the Harry Potter uh, novels, Walt Disney, of course, and Alex Trebek from Jeopardy. Pikmin and Jack, what do you guys think? I'm thinking Walt Disney. I'm thinking Walt Disney as well. I can't imagine why Alex Trebek would say it, but now it's kind of odd that he's in the group. I kind of want to pick Trebek. Yeah, you got to wonder why he's there. He's Canadian. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, magical journey in Canada. And he likes hardware stores. Mm -hmm. All right, I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a help. It's not J.K. Rowling. So it's either Walt Disney or Alex Trebek. It seems like something that Walt Disney would say, you know, in front of a Disney movie or something. It's time to embark upon a magical journey. Walt Disney, Alex Trebek. What do you want to do? No, I'm going to go Trebek. You're going Trebek. He's going Trebek. Wild card. Wild card. That's your final answer. 